Call J-Bot for a good time. <laughs> hey, call me on another number. You got a pen? 510-778-5555. Uh, so, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. Fuck your car. I don't know. Like, touch the flower. Is it moving? Like, no, nah, it feels pretty locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. The only time thou shall not be named during the podcast in the intro without his consent. Oh, me? <laughs> thou who should not be named. It's in the intro. Part of it. Yeah, what the fuck is up, Moped Monday Corona? Sup, sup, sup. I'm in love with Corona. I'm in love with the stripper. I mean... With the Rona. With the Rona. <laughs> I'm in love with time off work. I'm getting my grass cut. Fix Border. the shutters. Fuck. Paint Yo. the bathroom. What are you doing with all your free time? I've been working on a lot of mopeds. You had a gel for the weekend, dog. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys hear the voice, we got uh, the Captain Dick Dangler himself, Brad Fantuzzi, yeah. back yeah. in the studio with us. Fantuzzi's got people on the inside now. Little Smokes is boy. <laughs> I got smoke and I got bang. From Southside, don't fuck around me anymore. <laughs> Sell a little smoke, Brad's, big smoke, or just smoke. You guys have heard us talk about it. Our boy Brad's been doing a little weekend time, time away. I don't know that we've really talked about not it, like in depth because I want to like, put his business out in the wild. But like, he, it's our, okay. I did some dumb shit. It was Halloween. It was fucked up. Our boy's been in the pokey. Yeah, don't be an idiot. Do do smart shit. Do yeah. right. Yeah. Be right. Walk yeah. right. Talk yeah. right. Yeah. Act when, right. When the cops show up. Don't say anything to them. <laughs> They're the Gestapo. They're there to fuck you. I'm only. And there. if you already fuck, you already fuck. I just want to shit talk to police. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does not work out. Shout out to all my deputies. And if you get if you get hemmed up, <laughs> make sure you get a, a lawyer for a good time. Yeah. For a good Call time. Call smoke. Call smoke. <laughs> See, it's actually kind of hard to get in a lot of trouble on a moped. It's the, when you buy a, like a dirt bike or a motorcycle that you, you your get, responsibilities yeah, definitely change. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same. Bigger. You can't do the same shit you can do on a moped on your dirt bike. Dude, that hood rat shit, like getting off the road, right on the sidewalk, popping, popping in the woods, cutting through someone's yard, like all the dumb shit. Yeah, is like way easier to get away. Standstill wheelies at the at the stoplight <laughs> will get you a ticket on a motorcycle, not rip, on a moped. Rip, yeah. rip your lights, rip your lights out, and like, yeah, I'm on a hill. Dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. standstill wheeling at the light on your moped. Everyone just looks at you like you're stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Plate especially, dangling off your motorcycle, gonna yeah. get you pulled over and get a ticket. Not yeah. on your moped, especially when your front wheel or something falls off, something dumb. Like parts fall off your moped in the middle of the street. Normal, laughable. Normal. Parts <laughs> fall off your motorcycle, you're wasted. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that's that's the story. So I don't know if anyone caught. I guess I can. I don't want to be all weird where you're like, oh man, well this comes out tomorrow, so let's refer to this in the past tense as yesterday. Fuck all that. If anyone caught the Instagram that we just did a little while ago, uh, the Jiffy Pop fucking by Turbo. Yeah, the the popcorn in the pipe that we joked about doing last week. Uh, check our Instagram story. Don't don't do it. It's not worth it. Oh yeah, it's long and it's drawn out and it's boring. It's probably not as exciting. Wait for the YouTube video. It's gonna be as sick. I thought it was gonna look. We're gonna edit that shit. It's gonna look so good. Yeah, yeah we're gonna, gonna turn like forty five seconds into three seconds. Of I think popcorn when popping. we do the edit, 
we should just take actually pop popcorn and stuff it into the pipe <laughs> and then blow it out. Yeah. So it looks like we did a whole lot more, you know, movie magic. Yeah, no, but, it's not a bad idea. But it did work. Uh and shit. then we should uh get like a fishing line and hook a like a string through a hot dog and then fish a hot dog coming out of the pipe after the popcorn comes out. <laughs> movie magic, like, oh my god, a hot dog. It turned into a, a hot chicken dog. wing. <laughs> How much food? I do think you put this in is a great sweat? idea. That you got to do like a, a sausage baffle. Yeah. Okay. Just like drill right down the middle. Cook it. Come up. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I know someone's got a trash moped around somewhere. We could just like destroy a pipe. Fuck with as much as we want. Like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I didn't make the count last week either. What was the count? What happened? The counting mopeds. I forgot to count. Oh, I thought you did. I thought you bought more so you could up your up your, I did. <laughs> up your, your uh, status. Well, the whole purpose wasn't up the status. It was a good deal. So yeah. I bought it. And I was bored. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to take a 45-minute drive. What'd you get? Where'd you find it? I don't know what it is year-wise, but it's a Honda Hobbit. I found it out in um, like Southside, like, like Deep Hopewell, Emporia for 250 bucks. Okay. Nice, clean, yellow Hobbit, but it does have the standard like... Uh, uh, I rode this in the woods and didn't give a shit, and Ghost rode it, and so now it has a sweet dent in the tank. Mm. Well, they all get dents in the tank. Yeah. Bondo. Nah. 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 <laughs> Too much work. Fuck that. Uh, I sold my blue Hobbit, the one I just painted and did all the things to today. <laughs> Who bought so that? Cool. Uh, our friend D, who's actually doing a moped zine that's coming out soon. Uh, heard uh, Cuppy the Bat from Black Black what? and Angel from the Creatures... Is gonna are gonna have like a comic strip in it, so I think that'd be kind of interesting to see. That's cool. And uh, yeah, so that's cool. Soldered the bike, uh, worked on it today, and worked on it a little bit yesterday. I like kind of like detuned it when I was messing with Amanda's bike because I just like gave her parts off that bike. So doing her a good solid. You didn't yeah. have to do that. She already bought the bike. Yeah, she owns it. Yeah, I was like, oh, like let's just get your bike working. Did like, you do it because you felt like you owed her something? No, I just wanted to help her out. Like she's been like, you know riding her bike and then they decided to break it down and get it all built up and it just wasn't acting right because they got a notch variator from like that who should not be named and it had like a thick ass bx belt that like sucked and then it had a big like oversized weights so they got the belt super from heavy the same place they got the variator from um they know they got the variator from that should not be named and then they he suggested that they get a bx belt yeah because the belt they were having wasn't working right because uh, they notched their variator, but uh, they notched it too far. The weights were coming out and getting stuck. So he's like, oh, dude, get this belt. And, like, it was just, like, a thick belt. And, like... It wasn't true, either. Yeah. That was the biggest problem. Because yeah. I read that thing. It was, like, a bucking bronco. Ugh. It was crazy. Like, weird, like, vibration. Like, off the line. Just, like, pop, 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 pop. Like a bad lawnmower. Yeah, I feel it. Dude. Um, But, yeah. So, I just kind of... Like just a square the- wheel. Really. <laughs> yeah, pump, pump, pump. Bump, bump, bumpy. But, like, we just took the variator off the other bike and a regular stock belt and threw it on our bike, and it felt a lot better. And sitting there on the road, I didn't see how the ride went the other day. They went took it out for a little spin. If you can believe it's bad. I mean, I took it for a ride. It felt good afterwards. Yeah, it felt good. I probably, probably still need to check that plug, make sure I don't blow the fucker up. But I'm back in Vespa that. Town, got the gears in, and then mm. second guess my, my build because I went in the garage and like everything I owned is apparently peeing on the floor. <laughs> like, oh, I just rebuilt this transmission. Let me check it out real quick. And I'm looking, and it's like oil puddle underneath of it. I'm like, the fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. The fuck. 
Matt has a nice like cat litter pile under his bike. Too. Uh, cleaned it up and redid it because I was like, "How much oil is in this fucking Tomos? <laughs> like, where, where does it come from? Like none left, <laughs> dude. It it made a puddle and like it started off as like the size of a smartphone, you know, like no big deal. Put some kitty litter on it and I came back like two three days later. It had superseded that puddle. <laughs> <and burned. laughs> it was like Mogwai. Somebody fed it last night and it multiplied. And so I was like, "All right, cool." Uh, scrub that around you know like you just kind of like there's some good stay dry on top but yeah most of the bottom soaked in so i scrubbed that good stay dry down to the bottom and re-layered it came back i was like the fuck more <laughs> put some more shit on there and it kept growing and growing and growing and finally i put it you know enough on it so it's a nice good layer of good shit on top i was like all right there's no way there's more oil <laughs> there's no way right so i was like i'm just gonna scrape this up I go like and grab the dustpan, like you know, because it should all be absorbed. There can't be that much fucking transmission fluid in Thomas. Like, there's no way this puddle was like two and a half foot long <laughs> by a foot and a half wide by now. Like, it started, it's it, it really stretching out. Like, it's starting to look like a continent on a map. So I scooped it up, and when I scooped it, it was just like soggy, wet, drippy. It hadn't soaked up. It was like all the stay dry floated on top of like a skim layer of oil. It's clumping cat it's like, probably. It's like, oh, yeah. Dude, is it leaking from the uh, the training cover or is it the uh, infamous like not on the If I'm being totally honest, I think he goes in there every night and refills it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't touch the bolts, nothing. But You know that's a fucking mean trick, though, to the do. The bike still runs. I'll just keep filling some <laughs> shit up. No, no, no. Just go, go like... Just pour some oil on his motorcycle so it looks like it's dripping off of something somewhere. Yeah. And so it, when he goes in the next day. Pour a puddle underneath this bike. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a funny rally prank. <laughs> just if his bike's ever pour like a good puddle underneath someone's bike. It's and like a just, super minty they're bike. Just looking at the bike. Like, Dude, what the, the fuck, fuck is this coming from? Where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> Dude, I hope you guys pay attention to take notes because we're giving you guys. I do like the oil and rally tricks. I do like the oil in the exhaust pipe trick. We just like pour some oil down somebody's exhaust pipe, start smoking like crazy for no reason. You could put like yeah. glitter in the puddle. They'd be like, "There's glitter in my oil. Like, what, what is in my bike?" Dude, clearly, my clutches are blown. Dude, I think glitter in your exhaust pipe would be pretty. I think I've seen people do that as yeah. like a trick to someone like throw glitter in their exhaust pipe, and that yeah. makes a mess for sure. Pizza in the gas tank. We already <laughs> talked about that, but there's some good ones. I don't know. Damn. Old pizza in the gas tank. He was so mad about that. There's like M80. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody in Florida got like M80 in the in the pipe. I don't know what what happened to that. It doesn't but. sound safe. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, back to my Vespa, because mm-hmm. it's all about me. This is pop, the pop. Thomas Chisholm and the Moped Monday podcast Man, show. You might as well get it in while you can, because this conversation is definitely going to go down a rabbit uh hole of hobbits in a little bit i know <laughs> but anyway i put got the melissa gears in they were like crazy tight and i was like fuck it we rebuilt well, i pulled the top off looked at it i was like i don't know what the hell like there's no reason it should be tight maybe that's just the way it is but it seems like it was You're talking about the reeds you said gears or something the gears oh dangerously wow. tight new, new race gears race gears dangerously tight like broken should not operate like when you're fucking with it so but put it on the bike. I was like, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't work. I mean, it is tight, and it's way better, way faster, lower RPM. Okay. Yeah, I was helping. And compared to the Chow fast. wheel, especially not so fast. And compared to the Grande wheel, I was running because I'm sure the gear ratios or whatever the fuck they are different. Mm-hmm. You know, but that'd be cool. We'll get that broken. I'll be back to fucking blasting town. Yeah. Are you across those hills like you were doing before? Because I think it was the low end on the bike was pretty crazy. 
I think so because I changed the variator, uh, um, the rear pulleys to larger pulleys. Okay, so it should be good. I'm like, I should have talked a bit. Like, uh, we're talking to J Bolt tonight, and he's like pretty big on MMA, like almost what, almost nine thousand posts. Like, I've never heard of him. So <laughs> he's like been around forever and big on like variated game and. Does a lot of talk about like treating belts and fucking stretching belts. Yeah, and, and so that would have helped those girls when you're talking about like treating the belt and turning the belt up. Mm-hmm. The wobbling ass belt might have started shit in your oven. What do you do? I don't even know. I think he's talking about like taking a board and like was like sanding it true so like uh, the belt is yeah. like pull the belt straight edge and shit. Yeah, so it doesn't have sense. like a like a weird wobble spot or something in it. You know, like yeah, yeah. like that and like um, he talks a lot about like fucking uh, like redoing your your cheeks on your variator. And your pulley, like so, you're steeper. Like, like yeah. your cheeks, all sorts yeah. of shit, dude. Like make, I can't wait to get in that. Make your but, cheeks uh, steeper. <laughs> deeper. But I don't know. I had a good week with my pads. Uh, I tore down an E50 and rebuilt the motor for my buddy's bike today. Some of my Thomases and grabbed some seals. Yeah, which is really convenient to have a fucking park guy in town. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else. You guys should do that. Has a scene where they want to fucking step up and spend all their extra money to supply their town. Parts? Not yet. But to supply their town with parts. But, uh, got to pick up some seals. Thomas, you did a raffle. Gonna, that was gonna cool. plugs. Brought the you raffle back. Those parts. So yeah, Jason lost his $10. Yeah, I lost my $10. <laughs> if you guys don't know, uh, You donated Thomas your $10. Does, well, yeah, I helped a fellow mopeder in the community win a cool moped part. Who, by the way, has not decided whether or not they want the money of the subframe, so I'm not going to give them a choice here. In the- yeah, they shouldn't have that long to decide. Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't be it should. about the money because I, I need to make the deal bullshit. happen so I can move the next. Yeah, shit I'm going. saying they shouldn't. They shouldn't get that long because that's what used to fuck me up before. People would I'd run four or five raffles and then all of a sudden I owe people lots of shit and then I forget yeah. what I owe and I can't get it shipped. I don't. No, no, you you get like fucking until the end of the raffle to decide. Like if you don't know if you're gonna want the fucking part or the money at the end of the raffle, then you blew it. How do you like set your alerts just so you get it though? Like. Like I just sit there and watch it, do it the whole time. This is like all of a sudden wake up and like a raffle. Everybody did it except for me. I did it one time and that was my one free raffle. I won it. That was the only mm-hmm. raffle I ever did. I have no idea how um, that works. If you guys listen to the beginning of the podcast, like early days, we've talked about it before. But Thomas does a parts raffle randomly every from, once in a blue moon. Uh, Rebel mopeds like on Facebook group or whatever, and for the parts shit. Yeah, you can win stuff. And I buy the fun. parts from Treats, Dose Cycles. And if you guys haven't seen Danny Cycles' site recently, I throw their shit looking for stuff to raffle off, and their site is killing it right now. They're doing a good job with that. Um, but, of course, Treats and Dose is always on their A-game. So I just order shit from there and ship it straight to your door, drop shipped. And so I get a little bit of a break on the parts, and so that break is where those free raffles come from. So like during that raffle, I did the $25 gift card for somebody for free. Well, the overages or the profit, so to speak, just goes into a PayPal account. I don't touch it. It's still in there. I probably still have 400 bucks in there or something. Yeah. And that money just goes back into whoever wins raffles. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. But uh, like I was saying, dude, I rebuilt this E50, ran in Thomas's house, grabbed some seals, and I bought a, I bought a box of spark plugs. I'm tired of like running mm. out of spark plugs when I fucking need them. So I just bought 10 spark plugs like all at once. Hell yeah. So, for a bitchin' deal. Yeah, so I have them on deck, and I don't have to fucking cry about it. Like, oh, I need a fucking plug. And, I do. You know, it's so annoying when, like, you're digging through piles of shitty spark plugs, not knowing which one is uh, worth a damn. I'm hoping to just <laughs> sell the whole parts lot to you. Fuck that. And let you deal with it. Then I can just come buy parts from you. Yeah, that's going to be my new job. Since nothing's popping right now, I'm going to, like, just open a real moped shop. 
I looked into it, man. I wish I could do it. <laughs> the I, whole... I gotta have like a you know like a dose has the secondary gig where they have like a lighting you know thing or something going yeah, on. Something else going on. Like I don't know. Treats I guess has enough shit going on and enough business they can pay their bills, but it, it's tough, dude. Yeah, it's harsh. But um, I don't want to sell parts for a living, but like to have a real moped shop where you have enough parts to supply locals and then service. I mean, what's the rent? You know, fuck, two thousand bucks a month and rent and utilities. It's like not enough bikes, not enough service. I do a lot of service, and but not enough. <laughs> it's not enough to do to really do anything. It's enough for me to buy parts for my own bike. Yeah, like that's essentially what I get out of fucking working on people's bikes. The you know, profit, hundred bucks on your bike, and now I can spend a hundred bucks on my bike. Yeah, exactly. Like, it all just goes back to mopeds. Because I don't want to, like, spend my hard-earned, like, working money for my job, like, on fucking mopeds. Because I did that too much. And mopeds are so cheap, right? So, you get a customer who comes in. They don't want to... Not, it's not like a motorcycle where they're, like, okay with a $600 service gig, you know? Yeah. They're looking at a $200 service gig. And after parts go out the door on that, then you've got the labor cost. And the labor cost gets split between the shop and the employee. yeah, yeah. To cover yeah. that shit, and, you, and if you're lucky, you get paid fifty percent of it. You yeah. know, so it's not a lot. No, which isn't a lot. But um, I got those seals, threw them in, fucking rebuilt this whole bike. You know, I put on fresh sealant, put the cases together. Like everything's looking buttery, bearings are spinning good, everything's in place. Mm. I'm like, hell yeah, almost done with this bottom, man. I'm gonna wrap this bottom one up and be like, mm, be done for the man. evening. And I fucking, when I got the bike, I was like, oh, the guy's missing his exhaust drain bolt. Like, no big deal. I got bolts laying around. Exhaust I, drain bolt? I love, dude, I put those exhaust, in all the, of my bikes. The fucking case drain bolt. Do you have bolt. that in yours? I said the same shit earlier. The case drain bolt, I get it. I thought Exhaust drain bolt? <laughs> put the fucking case drain bolt, and I go to put in a new one, and it's, it's completely stripped out. <laughs> and and then I'm in that predicament where I'm like, do I take the cases all the way back apart and re-tap it? And, you know, put in a fresh bolt with a nice retapped, you know, hole for the drain. Have you ever seen the trick where you, like, just take some, like, shitty wire and spread it out and stick it in the threads and then just tighten it down? And, yeah, it leaks a little bit, but, <laughs> but the bolt holds in. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. fall out. Yeah. What's the moments? solution? I don't know. I think the real solution, if you're being, like, legit, uh, take the case half off so you're not getting, like, metal shavings inside the motor and retap it and put in the bigger size with the actually tapped and threaded. You don't know anyone that's done that. Though. I think I would take with the whole thing. We completely rebuild. I would it? take just for that. Open the transmission fill hole, get a can of flex seal and flex seal. <laughs> Done. Was that fucking boat shit? That like no leak boat flex stuff? seal? Because that was yeah, flex seal, dude. Do your transmission cases, your gutters, everything. Good to go. It's like a cigarette but just stick it in there man it looks yeah man whatever i've been joking about you could do that too i've seen people do that where they wrap the uh the thread and like aluminum foil and just put it in never seen that it takes up a little bit of the gap you know mm, i don't know never seen it what no never heard of that. come on we just do a skit of just like a bunch of like shitty tricks you can do to seal things <laughs> yeah you can just get a rubber plug i've seen this is like some fucking shred shed tech just fucking smack a rubber plug in the bottom mm. You know those old boat plugs? Sean used to load those things for gas caps and bullshit where you like tighten the end of it and like it swells out a little bit. It's like for plugging the like a uh, the bow of a boat, like the hole that drains the water yeah, out. I don't know. I don't ever see that. What? No, I don't know. You guys don't about. know nothing. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. All oh, the shit. I'm like, I never, a, saw, I never the, saw that. Yeah, I've seen him do it a few times. Yeah, I mean, mixture yeah. grease gas, like a pretty good gas cap. The gas eats the rubber away pretty quickly, but it works for a while. Mm. Yeah. But they're cheap. They're only like a couple bucks, you know. 
That's where I'm at on the stupid E50. What are you going to do? JB weld it? No, I'm going to take Cut new threads? Yeah, I'm going to take it apart, cut threads. Because it's going to come back to me, and I'm going to be the one having to deal with it again later. I've got the thread I do all cutter. The work on his bike. I've got the thread cutter that does, like, I think it's spark plug thread cutter, thread bolt pattern, you know what I mean, at home. But it's probably about the same size that does both ends, I'm, you know? I've got a full tap and die set, so. Oh, you're good. Yeah. So I got I got the tools, so I might as well just fucking do it, you know. Just tap it in six by one and just shove a whole bunch of them in there. <laughs> Dude. I would do the aluminum foil trick bucket. Yeah. Or get the non-stick aluminum foil and JB Weld. Smear the JB Weld around the threads, shove it in there, let it dry, and then you're gonna do it and the threads will be decent enough. I'm kinda surprised like for like a gas cap, no one's just used like you just you have a dildo, stuff it in, take it oh out. Oh my god! Yeah, so, our, so our boy uh, Dad or Doug, uh, he I sold him a Hobbit, but I had one of the uh, the clone oh, yeah. that had the clone tank, which had only had like a plunger style gas cap. It didn't have a, the regular gas cap, and the plunger parts are gone. So he's you know he got the bike, got it I running. I think they, they, the kinetic gas cap should fit perfect on that. I don't know. Never seen the kinetic. It's like one. An I think Indian the kinetic was bigger. Is there shit like small? It's like not a big hole, but we're like, he's trying to find like things to get for a gas cap. And like, you know, the whole, he, he put it to the group chat and it just turned to a shit show of everyone just like posting like sex, like penis pumps and like dildos and like tapered cock rings with yeah. fucking like tails on them and stuff. It's like, hey Doug, put one of these in there. Little tickler guys. You have a man. wife and kids. You need this. Oh. <laughs> But dude, it was great. He's a great like, sport for all that shit too. Honestly, I love it. Yeah, he's he's been taking his punches and putting putting them out there, dude. Yeah, dude, he loves it. Riding my fucking uh, my, my beloved Vespa, my beloved uh. Vespa, all over town. <laughs> Cart, carting his little shithead kids all over the place. You keep selling bikes you like, man. I know. Well, that's just what you got to deal with, you know. Brad, whatever. You got any moped stuff happen this week, bro? I mean, I rode one today. I don't know, not really much, honestly. Scuffle Town Park. I know. I, I took that. I took that that Kevin Kelly Camino out the other day, and I I blasted the shit out of it till I ran out of gas without a helmet, kind of irresponsibly in the middle of the day, and like blew a like a got an exhaust leak. I don't know. It was a lot of fun until like I don't like to piss my neighbors off too much because then they'll know that I have a garage full of shit. Dude, how many bikes do you have right now? Because we had this conversation last week about like, I think, cords. I don't know. I think it's at like ten or eleven. It's not that. It's not nearly not as many as like Thomas or you guys or whatever. Yeah. Just okay. I just like I think I've only sold one bike ever, and it was a Tomos, and I bought it back, and I sold it again, and I bought it back. I think you gave away a horde of like three townies or something. Uh, yeah, I, no, I gave I gave like Philly and Lancaster like one rally like here is just like. Whoever wants a fucking QT50 can get it for free. How much do you want it for? Uh, free. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, take it. Do some fun with it. I don't know. I bought my girlfriend like a QT50 for her birthday every year for three years. <laughs> and she fucking wrote it that day with me, which was cool. And then it, it just kept getting locked up to the QT from the year previous. <laughs> so where there was like... A fucking stop sign in, in Richmond that just had like you know I had a townie too at the time. So it was, it was like three QT fifties and like a Yamaha townie, <laughs> like, <laughs> the, like layers of a tree. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I don't know. 
Oh, that's great. And like I think I've seen him out there. Like uh, Lancaster had like made one really sick. I don't know. That was probably the best one. I forget what they did to it. Honestly, they like we'll figure it out. Maybe they'll send us a picture of that QT if they hear this. That'd be sick. Yeah, well, get a smash of it. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's hit the phone call, man. Uh, we're gonna call J Bolt and uh, hi. My name is J Bolt. Talk to him about fucking mopeds and ska music. Eight million posts on me. I was doing that shit where it's talking mm. through one ear again. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, just hang up on him. Like, uh, sorry, bud. That way he knows it's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's a warning shot. Are you ready? Gotta reconnect to the machine, bro. Damn things. Damn things. Does he go by J-Bot or J-Bolt? I don't know. Now he's calling back. Perfect. Let's see if it works. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, one ear. Yeah, I gotta call you right back. We're trying to... It's going through one ear. We gotta fix it real quick. Don't fuck this shit up. I know. Damn electronics, dude. What Jesus. the fuck? Right back, brah. <laughs> Clint! Hang up with his ass! Take that shit! <laughs> Just hang up. What the hell? That was definitely the wrong number, bro. <laughs> what number do you have? Uh, five one zero seven seven eight. You fucking this is this is a chicken shit outfit I'm dealing with here. You guys deserve to die in this apocalypse. You love it? You love it? It's so much fun, dude. So call that call that other number. Okay. Dude, you should have okay, we should have uh, oh, three way called in the old lady that we just had on. <laughs> you should have told her you were called your name was Corona. <laughs> Hi, this is Corona. Hi. I'm I'm calling for this old lady. It's time okay, to goodbye. die, bitch! I want your right. breath. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. I was like reading the number, I'm like, oh, that's definitely not the number he gave me. <laughs> so, this is why we need somebody here to operate the phones. Yeah. Come operate my cell phone. Hello? Hi, lady. How are you? Is this the coronavirus? This is Corona? Oh, they've come for me. Thank God. Pop, 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 pop. Dude. Well, you guys are giving me a little bit of levity in my life now, and I could use that. So everyone can you. use a little smile, dude. I hope uh, everyone enjoys yeah. this. I'm even going to leave your phone number on it so they can call you whenever they feel. Yeah, we did a for That'd a good time cool. call this number. That'd be great. For a bad time, call this number. Uh, I hope you guys know my boy's already had a lotion, so you're going to have a bad time no matter what. I have Oh, we got toilet paper, just no lotion. <laughs> I got a bidet. That's kind of cool. Is it, is it new? And you know what I had to do? And you know what I had to, I had to fucking modify it. Like oh. everything in my fucking life. Because the spray was all over my fucking ass. It was just like... <laughs> Get up, jet like, that. Up jet my, it. That's all. I mean, Good. seriously, that's what I did. I, I like So first I tried up jetting, right? Like, and just going up to like a larger size jet size. But the angles were wrong in the thing. So it was like this big wide spread... But I got kind of like a deep little hole, so I was like, I had to kind of get one right in the center, just get that part, you know. And but still, it's it's just not good. It's like it's just I don't if know. it's too if it's too like harsh, it's it's not a ball tickler. It's almost like a ball beater. Like since well, you I mean, back on the, it's like on the an seat. asshole power washer. Yeah. Of. Well, my it's whole good. idea with getting this thing was that I could like use one sheet of toilet paper and be fucking set. But that hasn't been my experience so far. It's like I'm, I'm using a little bit less, but then I'm using a paper towel to wash all the shit juice that's all over my <laughs> balls and ass. <laughs> that just seems like. I mean, I guess I could use a towel for that, but you don't want to use a towel for that. You gotta you know? change your like, schedule. I mean, you gotta you gotta start <laughs> shitting before you shower. Easy. The new towel that's in the fucking corner of the room instead of a cum rag. It's this fucking 
fucking shit towel. <laughs> you, you know, there's some truth to that shit. I never thought about that. Yeah, change your schedule. I usually shower. Well, see, the problem is that I shower at night because, like, I work in the shop and then, like, I get real sweaty and manny, and then I gotta like wash that fucking stink of metal off me, and it's like, so that that can't. You're and it was morning shitter, so slower. it's like you know, you know, you, what am I gonna take two showers a day? Uh, Jesus, maybe. I mean, no. you just gotta do right. Like, I mean, uh, it's the same thing. Be, I don't know. Dude, so let's uh, let's all the time you're wasting fucking with the shit, you know, the shitter. You could just be showering and enjoy yourself. (laughs) No, I mean, I I I see the truth in it. I mean, absolutely. It's just a matter of of the scheduling of the whole thing because I'm not real good at scheduling shit. Like, (laughs) and the other day I had kashi and salad. And man, today was, I was running. It was great. I mean, not that I have a problem usually, but it's like, but there's something really enjoyable about when you're just, you got to go and you're like, you got to go now. And if you don't get there, you're going to shit somewhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that's kind of cool. I got two girls in the house, dude. They fucking burn through toilet paper like nobody's business. And I don't, I, I don't get it because I'm out at work. And so I typically use the dealerships toilets and facilities i'm just like fuck i'm yeah. not spending my own money they use a lot of toilet paper is it just like i don't know they just like blot the vaginas a lot or something i mean what's I, the i don't know what they do with it they could be eating it they could have like that you know like strange addiction no, come TV on, don't show. Be stupid. Come yeah on. dude have you let's seen be, that let's be fucking real oh yeah actually i have actually yeah people okay, are not fucking stupid. crazy not stupid okay yeah yeah people i don't ask any crazy. questions because i don't want to know <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw right. just uh, start a new off-topic thread on Moped Army about modifying bidets. Well, I mean, I would, but you know, it'd probably get moved to off-topic, and I don't want to be over there. Fucking <laughs> racist-ass fucking shitball fucks over there. Bunch Jesus. Of, Dude, Pat the hell Satan's he, like, modified his bidet at one point to shoot out of the outhouse into the pool. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> It's like an actual like, but you can only do it like by like a pull, like there's like a string to pull. <laughs> Just go, pretty bad. Like fuck this shit. It's pretty cool, man. I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, I love the idea. It's uh, you know, my buddy Adam, he's a moped guy too. He he got like a four hundred dollar or five hundred dollar bidet, like because he has Damn, he has three girls nice in the man. house. And, and so we could like, it has like electric heat on it and shit like that. And nice. it's got all sorts of, and then it's got like a dry function and stuff like that. I mean, Whoa. wow. Yeah, like, fancy. They need yeah. a microwave function. I've only been looking at like the $100 and less ones, you know, portable. I mean, mine was 30 bucks. And I mean, yeah. it, it does the job kind of, but I'm going to end up, you know, one thing I was thinking is because what's weird is that, so the so this is what's strange, right? They, they decided to, to go really small with the jets, right? Cause they wanted to like aim, you know what I mean? But, but when I was working with the intake tube, I was, uh, I was liking it because it was like kind of big, but it still shot the distance you would need it to shoot. So I might experiment with like putting just one big jet in the center, you know, and then just kind of more of a hosing, you know, I'm just going to get the squatty potty. So there's no cleanup. It's just a perfect taper every time. The squatty no potty? way. Yeah, dude. Squatty potty, perfect taper every time. Oh, what you, you know what? About? I've never heard of okay, that. Okay, so no no, I heard needed. about this, but I thought it was just about like like constipation stuff. This is about not wiping? Uh, it's uh, it's supposed to be like the perfect angle for shitting, like as if you were shitting in the wild. And so then you just don't have to, barely any wipe. Because I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I like to conserve. You know, I'm looking for good techniques. I mean, maybe that's a... And it's supposed to help you get all that, you know, so that just angst out. Something uh, that sits but, lower to the ground? 
No, it's like as this device that you it's literally like a like, yawning potty. Yeah, you like you or put, put your, your feet, feet over the, the potty air. and sort of like kneel down a little bit. So like the way your body is set like in your diet. posture. But you have to take off your pants every time you shit. No, it's not jail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I don't that's, have one. That's a, I'm too cheap to you buy. You can't it. do the full squat with your pants on. Like your asshole's right beneath, like where the pants would be. Yeah, yeah, and if you shit in your pants, I mean, dude, talk about that's like the worst. Yeah. Well, that's just that's I mean, my current imagine. status. Yeah, that's my current status because I haven't bought the squatty potty. Everyone's done it. Well, I'm gonna look at that squat. I have, people <laughs> talk. I did a I'm bidet thread on somewhere. People. <laughs> yeah. That's something about it. I'll try that. Dude, dude the perfect table is where it's at, though. Let's More roll, fiber. Let's roll it back, dude. Uh, introduce yourself and let's let's start from there, dude. Start <laughs> <laughs> though. Welcome to my Monday Crazy Podcast. Wayne. <laughs> and I'm from Oakland, California. <laughs> you've, been modern, you've been modern chainsaws since you were five years old. I got 13 ports in my porch, and I, I never ran it. <laughs> I love you, Crazy Wayne. Don't call me. <laughs> I think Crazy Wayne's still like one of our highest listened to episodes. Yeah, this, this is good. One. Was he ever on this shit? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We were going toe-to-toe carburetor talk and lost everybody. We got talking about chainsaw mods. Uh, you remember what sure. We talked about uh, shopping cart races. We talked about fucking Bur- oh, I'm sure. Burning Man mods. and uh, like. Did you know he was at Burning Man? <laughs> I bet he told you a lot of things you could do. Oh, hey, you know what you could do? You can... And it's like, I'm never going to do that, man. I'm never, <laughs> ever going to do that. Not in a million years. If you could yeah. do something, oh, anyway. what would you do that you that you wouldn't actually do? Like, because we just did the popcorn thing, but like, like, Wait, like what? what popcorn in the English, pipe, like, motherfucker? My bad. I was just saying, if there's something you could do that you definitely like, I don't have the time to do it, but maybe someone else is stupid enough to do it, and just like an idea. Yeah, what would you do with mopeds, anyways? Oh shit. We haven't even introduced who the fuck I am. Yeah, Everybody's yeah, like, who yeah, the fuck is this douchebag? Oh, never mind. Fuck it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we'll go back to it. But uh, that doesn't make any sense. We'll get, we'll get back there. The question timeline okay. didn't make any sense either. So my, name, my name is J-Bot, or J if you're a square. And, uh, <laughs> and I build shit, and I fuck shit up, and I mess shit up, and I break it, and then I get mad, and then I fix it, and then I do. And, and yeah. I mess with stuff. That's what I do. And then he yeah. bots. Weird modifications. Well, robots and, and mopeds and whatever I get my hands on and bidets. I just, I gotta <laughs> just go. I do it. Where and I don't, I don't have any fear to do it, you know? Like, I love that. He's oh, a yeah. Tim Taylor of mopeds. See, now my question's dumb. I got you now. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah, homodity. Homodity, <laughs> dude. Put it in your front of him. It's gonna get tweaked. Dude, so where, where are you from? Where were you born? Born Illinois. Near Chicago. Okay. And where you were saying? And, and I am in uh, the Bay Area. I'm in a little town called El Cerrito, which just happens to be Treatland moved here because I was here in El Cerrito. So Treatland moved here. Just so you know, it was because of me. <laughs> Noise. I'm hoping they moved to Richmond because of me. Shout out to Dana. No, not Richmond. El Cerrito, dude. Willie not Richmond. I know. Boys. Not Richmond right now. Willie, Dana, what's up, boys? Black Block? Well, they'll probably move to Richmond eventually just because El Cerrito thinks it's fucking hot shit. They keep wanting to charge all this rent. But who knows with the, like, with the apocalypse? Who knows what's going to happen, you know? Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Rosa Ding. No, mm-hmm. Not only that, but like Richmond has more riders. I don't know, man. Maybe. I don't know about that. 
Maybe. Really? Probably not. Who knows? I haven't met that many Richmond riders. But actually, maybe there are, and I just, I'm, nobody asked me to go ride with them because they hate me. That's probably what it is. Yo, come here whenever you want, dude. We got they don't want to be out, out of tech. Dana, tell you we're fucking toy. Yo, so, um, when did you get into mopeds? Like 2012 or something like that, because I was, uh, I was going crazy because all I had to, to ride in, um, uh, in San Francisco when the gas prices got real high, actually earlier than that, like 2007, 2008, um, uh, I started getting into like go-peds and shit. And so I like learned everything you could about two strokes and go-peds. And so I'd be like fucking go-petting everywhere. I loved it. Cause you didn't need a, like a license or you need a registration or insurance or anything. You just wrote them. And I was like, how, and it's legal. I was like, that's so awesome. And so, you take the go-ped with you anywhere. Just pack it up, fucking haul it in. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was awesome. But you know, then like it, uh, the, the people who rode go-peds were fucking tools for the most part. There were some good guys, but most of them were fucking tools. So I was like, I heard of this shit. And then, uh, and then like I just, I heard people riding around mopeds and I was like, that's pretty cool. And then, so then I just started looking around for one and, Joined Moped Army because I was like, I'm going to find one. And I found a J.C. Penny in Berkeley for a hundred bucks. I was like, hell yeah, the Pinto, and uh, and then just started fucking with those. It was mostly once I got to the East Bay because I had a garage out here. So because I was in San Francisco and I couldn't really store mopeds too easy, you know. Yeah, San Francisco garage prices through the roof. SF, like to say or something. <laughs> oh, it's. I mean, I had a decent spot, but it was like with robots and and gopeds. You know, it's like I would. I probably could have done it, but it just wasn't in my fucking thing. But you building battle bots or like robots that actually no, do real things? Shit. Robots that fucking play music, dude. You don't know. I build robots that play fucking music, man. I build robots that play drums and guitar and horns and um, uh, cymbals and tambourine and I mean all sorts of stuff. No, so. I don't know. I don't know anything I, about you. I know. I really? Not, I, I didn't troll anything about know. you whatsoever. Did that, them, that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't give them any background information about you. I oh, wow. we'd, get, we'd get into it so they could learn. Oh, yeah, okay. I, 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 I want to hear about this. This sounds great. I guess I, I, guess, I, just, yeah. I built for like for twenty plus years. I've been doing this band called Captured by Robots, which is a bunch of robots that I made. And I've heard about you that. Know, and they actually play all the instruments. Like it's not like backing tracks. Like they play everything. And so, um, oh, I, uh, Young Will actually turned me on to that uh, that the robot band like a long time ago. I was like, you ever seen this shit? And I didn't know it was you. That's crazy. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Back then I like, I was wearing a mask and like I was captured by my guts were coming out and all this shit. And it was just, it was like, it was kind of campy and fun. And I like did all sorts of weird shit that was, I kind of enjoyed it. But, um, but after like, what, like 16, 17 years of it, I got real, like felt pigeonholed and didn't want to do it anymore. And so I quit and then, uh, retooled the band to play grindcore and sludge metal and that's because that's what i listened to so mm-hmm. it was like it was it was great because like when i came back to it i really enjoyed it again and so now i really enjoy it when i do it it's like What's, it feels right but. i feel like there was a tv show that had your band in it i can't remember which one it was yeah, mr science like, Theater 3000 probably no. no we were on a, a show called beyond bizarre and discovery channel and strange encounters or so, strange something on on uh what the fuck channel was that uh the upn or the U, U, the u the wb or something like that i don't know oh, um i thought there was like some yeah, cartoon we, we, that had you like they, like someone was like wearing your shirt or they were like talking about your band like in the cartoon oh there was a video game that they we yeah, got mentioned yeah, in, the, in the new terminator yeah. yeah i got weird fans and so one of the guys <laughs> was like he asked me a long time ago he was like hey do you want to be in a video game and i was like uh 
sure. And I was like, what do you need? And he like, he asked me some stuff and I'm, I might've given him the stuff, but maybe I didn't do anything. I don't remember. Or maybe he forgot about it. And then all of a sudden one day they're like, dude, do you know that you're in the new fucking Terminator game? And I was like, wait, what? what? Like, how? Yeah, how? That's sick. <laughs> So, so it's crazy because now my band is forever part of this ridiculous Terminator narrative that's like going on. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. That's awesome. But yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, cool. our, our friend uh, Terry Dean from uh, the Goatheads uh, out west. He said he didn't like you guys very much. He said he's not your friend at all. <laughs> no, okay. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, Terry Terry sent us a message and said, uh, "What was it like being Skinky and Pickle?" <laughs> I mean, you know, it was, uh, there was a lot of mess in that band. It was, uh, it was crazy. It I, was, I had never heard of it. I had to look it up with Thomas. Oh you know. yeah. It was a popular, very popular ska band in the nineties. And, uh, I was only with them for the last year of their life. Um, um, everybody died. Like replaced, well, yeah. I mean, the guitarist died, but, um, but oh. the, that was after the band broke up. But, uh, the band, I mean, you know, it's like the band was all fucked up. It was, it was, there was all, they had been doing it for like 10 years or 15 years or something ridiculous. And, um, and first time, so this is a great, you want to hear a funny story? This is great. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. We're good. Always hear funny so, stories. I want it. A long time ago, there was a, the, the original bass player was, he was on tour with Gang of Pickle. Um, and my old band, Blue Meanies, was playing with him. And this was in, uh, uh, somewhere in New Jersey. We were on tour with him actually. And, uh, and their original bass player, who was like Mr. Clean, he was all shaven head guy, you know, and he always like had a wig and he'd like lift it off his head and be like, wah, wah, you know, all sorts of fucking wacky shit. Um, but this dude, <laughs> he was so mad at, about touring and playing like all these stupid ska songs. He was like, I've been, so he got really drunk in New Jersey one night and he was like, I've been playing fake in Jamaican for fucking 10 years. <laughs> and he's like screaming about this shit and he's losing his fucking mind and he's so drunk and he's pushing people people around and people are like, Oh no, like, is this happening? And, and so he, uh, I was just making fun of him or something. He turned around and he kicked me in the chest and I was like, Oh, you fucking asshole. And so he, he was wearing a stupid wig in the base when he's not even on stage. Like he was just, he was so drunk, you know? And so when he was not looking, I, put my hand up to his tuning pegs and I detuned his bass really like down to nothing, but he didn't know this. And so he's drunk and they get, they have to go on and play. So they get up on stage <laughs> and he's so wasted. He didn't even realize it. And so they're like, you know, one, two, three, four. And he's like, he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's so drunk. Oh my God. And so then Mike Parker, the, the, the singer just goes and turns off his amp. And so then he just can't figure out like what's going on. Like the amps off and the, ba Oh my God. It was, uh, and then he got kicked out the next day. And then I played with, for the rest of the tour, I played bass for them. And then, uh, and then I moved to California and I ended up playing bass when they kicked out their next bass player, which is, you know, I like your way to get in, though, you know, just like yeah, sure, yeah. sabotage drunk all, bass players. Yeah. And fuck boom. <laughs> yeah. Drunk or just, or like the band was getting so dysfunctional. That's why the, uh, uh, the second bass player, Ian, that's why he quit, I think. And then I got in and I was like, it was fun in the beginning. And then I was like, Oh shit, this is really dysfunctional. Like really, really, really fucking dysfunctional. Um, but we were making money. So it was like, it was like this fucking machine, you know? But, uh, but yeah, skank and pickle. There we go. Bam, skank and pickle. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> there's like a there's like a guy in New Orleans that all the smogs are friends with. Uh, 
friends with uh, it's like Citron. He does like similar weird. No, no, Quintron Quintron was fucking best. Yeah, Quintron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quintron. Yeah, Yeah, Quintron. He's fantastic. But I I, I, I I think they've like let him borrow move pads and stuff. Like he rips around there and does his own thing. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's cool. Oh, he's. I mean, he's a staple down there. I mean, I've known that that guy for I don't even know how long. Man, it's been years. I gotta check. Yeah, I stayed at his house and I was down there once. Yeah, it's like, a, like a, a fortress, right? Like with weather warlocks, stuff on the roof. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it sucked. Last time I was down there, he was on tour, so I didn't get to see him. But Smogs will appreciate that shout out. Local people came out, though. They came out to my show at the uh, One Eye Jacks and the French Quarter. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah, so like it's always fun, like when you go out and people are just like, "Yo, check out J Boss show. He's coming through." Yeah, I love when pe- I love when like it, my favorite thing is like I hang out in the van a lot, so um, I'll be sleeping in the van or relaxing or whatever, and I hear "Yeah, my people are here." It's the sound of my people. Yeah, seriously, man. Yeah, it's always nice when that happens. You know. Depending so, upon what kind of mood I'm in, sometimes I'm in a real shit mood, and I'm like, "Fucking stay away! Everybody, stay away from me right now!" You know? Yeah, for sure. By the way, if we get disconnected, you just have to call or call me back on the, that cell number because sure, why not the lady? Because <laughs> this one, this phone will last for a while, but then you know, just just restart it. You know, no big cool. deal. No, we're good. It's a two parter. We can always edit and post. Dumb shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> Never edited yeah. post. <laughs> I always talk about doing the edit, but like occasionally I have to like actually do that. But for the most part, it's kind of fun when you just like, don't. <laughs> you talk about doing yeah. it and you just yeah. don't do it. It's always great. Uh, so you had that first uh, Pinto, dude. And then how'd you go down the deep rabbit hole of mopeding now? Because you're well, that's, that's my life, 9, you know. I just post in. I just get in the. I get in deep, you know, it's like I, I get to learn something and before you know it, I get learning everything about it. And it's not everything about it. I learn as much as I think I ever need to know about it, you know, because yeah. I don't really, I don't get into a lot of minutia about shit. Like, um, because that to me isn't really fun. Like I like experimenting and seeing kind of what happens real world. And so, you know, that's, that's kind of what I'm all about. So, um, but I got that, that Pinto and then I just started fucking with it and, you know, did a lot of stuff wrong, really wrong. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it was humbling, you know, cause everybody was really fast and I was so slow and I was like, wow, I want to have one of those bikes. And so I just kept working kept, you know, finding mopeds for cheap. You know, I'd find like a, got like an orange Moby for like 80 bucks. Uh, got like, a I first, what else did I make? Um, Oh, I made like, before I even had any fast mopeds, I took a Minarelli, like a, a Scarabeo, and I chopped up the frame to make it into like a kind of a step through moped. I put paddles on it and shit like that. It was hilarious. But, um, uh, that thing ripped, but people were like, oh, that's not a, that's not a moped, man. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's got pedals. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't function. And, and it did, they did function. At first, they really did function, but nobody would accept it as that. Not that I really cared, because, I mean, the moped scene was kind of dying at that point anyway, like the elitist part of the scene, you know? Um, and so I just fucking, I did, and then, so then after that, I was like, well, okay, I want to learn how to do this shit. So I, I just kept asking people questions about what to do and, and then experimenting. And, um, you know, I did, I, I failed so many times, you know, I'd make something and it would work for a while that it would just break. And I'd be like, Oh, well that wasn't very good. And then I'd 
well, okay, let's do something else, you know? Yeah, that's um, how you learn anything. You fuck up, and that's yeah. how you learn how to make it better. What were some of your... I mean, I'm uh, growing weed right now, and I, <laughs> I, like, I try leaving these fucking clones out for fucking uh, 12, 12 hours of daylight, and they're going to flower. I didn't know, and it's like... And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, shit. So now I'm like having to give them extra light and stuff like that. It's like, I'm, like, I'm going to learn Alice, just all the moped stuff, but yeah. with weed. That'll be fun. What were some of your first fails? I tried to... Um, I tried to add reeds to a 50cc uh, pook kit, or not kit, but the actual, the stock bore. And I tried to make it like a, they call it like a Paulini or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, and I had a mill at this time, and so I milled off some of the fins and stuff like that, but I didn't really have any way to add material. And so I just kind of, there's a lot of ways I would do it now differently, but it didn't make a good seal. And so I kept having air leaks because I just didn't do it right. Um, and uh yeah and so i learned off that that was a that was a really good fail because um and then my first you know like everybody the first sees i was like oh what the fuck <laughs> there goes you know? seventeen thousand dollars of kit yeah the first I mean, sees for me was like the the uh polini kit it was like this thing is so expensive 230 some dollars for a polini kit. oh yeah and i barely wrote it you know Maybe two two miles, three miles, and seized, and I'm stuck with no truck before Uber. But you know what that is? That is a life lesson that you just you got way more than two hundred thirty dollars of education through that, dude. Well, you know I, what I mean? I was mechanically, you know, smart enough to like once I, once it like did it, I let off and like all right, let me let it cool off for a second and fire it up, and then I rode it, you know, like I ride it, get going fast down the hill and hit the kill switch. <laughs> cut it off. Coast for a little yeah. bit. Let it cool off. Let it fire back up. Ride for a minute. Cut it off. Let it cool off. I made it all the way home. No problem. Yeah. I See, still have why, that kit today. Why. It still fucking runs. Sure. That's why I run uh, air boxes on all my shit. Just in case something's horribly wrong, I could plug up almost all the air going into it and still run. You know? Not that that happens very much, but I can. Yeah. You know? Pro tuner um, tip. Run an air box. Speaking of... Dude, I love... Airboxes are fucking great. People like think I'm stupid, but man, my bikes aren't slow, and they got they all got airboxes. I, I was watching this thing on like uh, engine builders and engine masters, or like one of those hot rod TV shows that are like dynoing the shit out of this car, and they're like, "You ever think about putting an air cleaner on it?" And he was like, "Oh, why would we do that? That's you know, that's lame. We're not doing that." And he's like, "Yeah, we'll pop air cleaner on." They picked up like 15 horse by putting an air cleaner, and air filter on it for a car. So like, I, I wonder if that helps with the moped at all. I mean, I think part of it is having a a stable reservoir of air that's just there with a constant draw that you can, like, adjust with tubes. Like, to me, that's fantastic because I think carbs like to draw off of a stable air mass. They don't want to draw off, like, atmospheric, just wide-open winds and shit like that. Like, they don't like that. Yeah, the temperature change. And then... And then, you know, if you do, I mean, it's possible that you can go faster, like, if you're all things being equal when you're at wide open throttle, you know, on a wide open carb, and you have are as, um, at the right jetting for that. I mean, ideally, that would create the most power, but, um, but what kind of power? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it going to be reliable? Is it going to be, is, is the jetting going to go all over the place, depending upon the time of day and stuff like that? I don't know. I don't know. I found right. that air boxes help a little bit. I mean, even if it's just some, some it. sort of cover it. or like, you know, like any anything that's, it doesn't have to be an air filter, but like just a, like a place to draw air from that, like you said, is consistent, you know? 
Yeah, and I mean, the, the, the thing is, is, and then to be able to meter that air, that's what I'm all about. Because then, even if you jet lean, you could just jet air jet, lean, or air jet like real rich. So in other words, there's not much air coming in. Um, and balance that out and just be restricted. Because that's all these fucking things did, you know? They just restrict the air and then restrict the gas, and then the engine just is powerful. Unless no you're in California, they also restricted the noise. Yeah, that too. So it's, uh, know, speaking of uh, air boxes, our buddy Dutch from uh, New York sent us a message, and he asked you, uh, "What's up with the uh, shampoo air box update?" Update? No update. It's, it's, it's fucking perfect the way it is. <laughs> it's fantastic. Pantene Pro V, motherfucker. You want to talk about I mean, that for people who've never heard of it? Trust me. I don't know what. Uh, my girlfriend's got a bunch of different hair stuff, you know, but it's like, it's like a, one of them was like a sexy hair, but it's all, the bottle's always the same, like the right bottle. It's almost like a, like a three inch diameter with a dome top. That sounds and, like, uh, my, that sounds exactly what I'm like, on. You can't say three inch diameter around Thomas, dude, it'll go crazy. <laughs> What's that? I start salivating. <laughs> oh, man, that's way too big in anything. I'm sorry. Not good. <laughs> uh, the box, the boxes that I do, which I love so much, is those those fucking tubes that go in. Man, not only does the sound jump up and then bounce back down into the intake from from that dome, um, so it gets quieter. But then also the air jetting by adjusting the length of those tubes, or like sometimes putting a tube wide open, you can really like change the uh, the jetting so many different ways. It's uh, so it's so cool. Still in like a shaw. No, no, no. I, who are you? God, yeah. Shaw. What yeah. the fuck? It's Where like, am I? Who am I talking to? Well, I'm trying to think of like, no, the I, shape I of a shampoo Shaw. bottle can be like around. So, they, you know, like the... Oh, like shampoo bottle? <laughs> yeah, shampoo bottle. But, you know, like if you had a round shampoo bottle, it would, in theory, like it's about the right size of the air. Oh, filter, right. You know? No, this is always coupled with a hose, whether it be like a radiator hose or like a flexible... Uh, um, hose of some sort like a, a suit or like a, a sump pump hose like those plastic ones yeah um vacuum cleaner hose, whatever you got you know but then then i make like an adapter to go into the shampoo box so it's, it's a, a snug fit and then you know so it's so there's no air leak at the joint between the hose and the and the top you know and the bottle basically so um I mean, if if I had a different place where I could get those plastic bottles, man, that, that would be that would look like that. I would totally do it. But like shampoo bottles, just happen to have the perfect shape. Hmm. The you know, uh, look at the, the what be- are those ones with the K and N's look just like it. Yeah, the best air air filter mod I've been able to do recently is like you know the stock Tomos has uh, the side shot carburetor, and it typically has some sort of like weird air box in the end. Everybody wants to upgrade their air filter to something. Yeah. And they end up like putting some garbage on or like some Chinese like chrome mesh air filter, but nothing ever quite fits right. Or you have to like remove something to make it fit. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at your airbox mod on the fucking internet now. Yeah, that's I pretty pulled, ridiculous. Pulled it up for them so you can see what it looks like. All well, my bikes have them like, you know. The, it the looks like a peanut butter uh, jar upside down. I, you're looking at the wrong one probably. That was probably a modification thing that I tried out. I yeah. did an experiment and but, it didn't work. But the stock airbox, like a uh, coupler, little rubber gasket thing. So if you if you have that, you can pop all the plastic bits off. And I was able to get a Pook, like the El Cheapo Pook uh, speed air filter, and just pull the plastic off that and mate those two, the Tomos and the Pook one, and like fit perfect. And it was actually a pretty decent upgrade for it. It wasn't like 
you know, it wasn't like an air box necessarily, but for a performance air filter that wasn't crazy restrictive and also had a little bit of volume flow and didn't, you know, it sort of incorporated well with the stock shit. It didn't cause any like tuning issues. It was kind of nice. That's a, that's a great story. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm looking at the internet, so it's going nowhere. Good, good description too. I hope you guys all got the picture. <laughs> Oh man, my bunny just came running up to me. So loving, I love him so much, mm-hmm. Chippy. You're so great. Yeah, I love you, buddy. I'm uh, my um, my girlfriend had to move out because uh, she's a nurse and uh, she's concerned about giving me the virus. And so uh, I'm basically having to do all this uh, bunny maintenance on my um, like I have, I have medical needs rabbits that like need to give get fluids and need to get enemas sometimes and shit like that like because they, they got this gut disease called megacolon yeah um if you don't clean their so, butt they get real sick well, yeah they well it yeah. just gets like massive turds and they get stuck inside of yep. them until you have to like massage them and do all this stuff and you know he's um i've been caring for him forever but i never had to do all this shit and so now like i have to do everything for these rabbits and it's like holy shit like i had to become a like a, a nurse in just a couple days and I, I hate needles so I was like oh fuck so even today I was just sweating bullets and I was like I had to stick them again because I fucked it up but but yeah so it's Chippy it's me and Chippy and, and my other pair and just we're just hanging out all day so it's he's such a good boy yeah I've had that same issue. sorry that's I'm, not moped I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got a pig at home that's kind of the same thing sometimes like you take your pig to the vet and like they don't even know how to fuck with it so like you gotta go home and do it oh yourself. yeah well, I'm hooked in, yeah, I'm, I'm hooked in with all sorts of rabbit rescues, so it's like when I'm, uh, uh, he's actually owned by the rescue, and I, we just take care of him, basically, like, he's a, a medical foster, so he's like, a, like, we'll just, you know, give him the meds and the food he needs to live and stuff like that, um, but, but they take care of all the bills, which is really nice, because, you know, he's an expensive little motherfucker. For a rabbit. I mean, dude, he's on like six six medications and then fluids. It's like, yeah, he he's, he costs, and he's on CBD for his like for fucking pain and shit like that because it really works for rabbits. It's crazy. That's crazy. Rabbits and dogs are like the same with CBD and drugs. They can, they take the same ones. Cats yeah. are real different. I would I gave my dog CBD shit, but it didn't really help her much. She didn't respond well yeah. to it. But I mean, that's all, all dogs are different. Oh yeah, I mean, I tried CBD with my old rabbit, and man, she fucking hated it. She was falling down and shit like that. I mean, she had leg problems, but you know. But yeah, CBD did not help her at all. It really does work, though. Yeah, for some, for some, for, animals, for some, some dogs, people, yeah. yeah. I know, great story, right? <laughs> well, no, I was saying we did go down the rabbit hole, but CBD, I think, for the literal okay. rabbit the hole. The literal rabbit <laughs> hole. <laughs> 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 your puns today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys gotta have a horn over there. We got, we got some cheering. We got this. We got, we got, we got a couple of things. Some Seriously, I mean, you guys, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying you guys are amateurs, but, you know, you really need to get, like, a sound effect thing where it could be like, boing. <laughs> <laughs> we need more buttons. We need more buttons. You, you really need something like that, because that would really of, just up the game in, just entirely. I got a couple slots left. We'll fill them up. Uh, okay. What's up with your top, your Hobbit tech right now, dude? Um, so you're you're still working on the manual shift, uh, the dual variators. I've yeah, that's that's. It, well, I mean, I'm still tweaking it, but I'm I'm really I love it. It's like it's one of the most fun things in the world. It's uh, I don't know, man. It's it's the like what what Chippy, come on, man. 
Um, what I want to do is basically like, I want people to try this thing because I can't convey, I, I've tried to convey it with videos and with like talking to people and stuff like that about how awesome this is. But it's like, I can't, like nobody can understand what it's like until you fucking run it. And the same thing with the dual variated manual control and the, uh, um, what's the other one? The, uh, the single variated, like a French bike with the brake on it. That yeah. is just fucking amazing, dude. It's especially if you've got a real high revving thing. It's like, you could, it's like a manual bike. You know, you could be, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Because when could you do that with a moped? You can't do that, you know? But how'd you come up with the idea to do it? Because I remember, like, the first kind of tries you took at it, and then, like, how do you get from, like, the first, like, version to where it's at now? Failure. Fucking up. You know, I, like, did the first one. It was, uh, it worked, but that, that crazy fucking dude from Belgium or whatever, I mean, he was just a pat. Catbox. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the you reason, mopeds, yeah, but the reason mopeds don't have fucking gearboxes is, is because it's a waste of time. By the time you get to it's your top a, speed, it's a dual variated Hobbit. Yeah, but still, by the but time see, you get where see, you're going, you, you just, but but see, the, you just you just made an assumption which is not manual, correct. Like you said, manual clutch, right? Like because if you have a, an auto clutch on a Hobbit or or a French bike, and if you could lock that, it lock the the. Um, the gearing in one position for any amount of time. And, and it's mostly best for bikes that have a, that rev out real high. Like, you know, that'll rev out to 13, 14,000, you know, maybe 12, 13, whatever, because a lot of times you'll, um, you can accelerate faster through the RPM going than through shifting like manual or automatically. Yeah, you know for, what I mean? Yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. Like for racing, it makes a lot of sense, but like, for the everyday user, it's not going to be... Well, it's not that kind of bike, though. What is that? Yeah. What is the everyday not, user? I don't know anything about that. Look at this thing. You can't drive that every day. Like, that thing... I ride it all yeah, the time. It's so much fun. Oh, my bad. It Shit, that is the everyday bike. So, but listen, but listen, 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 listen. So, check it out. Listen. So, so let's say, okay, you have a Moby, right? And that motherfucker's set up to rip, like, it's 50cc, you'll rip up to, you know, 13, 14,000, right? Yeah. Great. Awesome. Well, if that bike is set up like correctly for that to make that kind of power, you're always going to be like, like just screaming, you know? Um, and I can't stand that. I don't want to ride everywhere at 13 fucking, you know, thousand RPM. It just, it's fucking stupid. So if you're riding every day, you can easily uh, with the, with this brake assembly that I have, you can ride it, get going and then have it upshift. And it upshifts by itself, by the way. So as you're riding, if you let off the throttle, it immediately upshifts to a taller gear. And then you lock it in place with this brake that I have to, to stop the shift. And all of a sudden, you're in like the equivalent of, you know, fifth gear. And you could just cruise at a comfortable RPM. But you don't have to be ripping all the time. And it's like, I, this I don't is, understand it because my Vespa I, doesn't ride in those high RPMs all the time. Like, unless I'm like physically on the gas trying to gain you know, speed and mile per hour, that's the only time. But if I'm cruising at like 40 miles an hour, it's basically idling. Yeah, well, it all depends on what, what your bike and what your tune is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that a bike that, is that a bike that goes, uh, that revs real high? Yeah, it does. It can't. Cr- okay. It's like uh, up in the 14, 16,000 RPM, like max rev, you know, complete. Hmm. It's the Simonini, the, the 80cc Simonini motor. Oh, cool. 
I think it all depends upon what you like to do. You know, I mean, if you like to just kind of cruise and have one tune and run with it, like that's great. And and a lot of times, what I've noticed is that um, uh, I've been well. I, I don't know if this is a secret or not. I probably shouldn't talk about it. Um, it's brilliant. It just looks like redundant technology. You know, like well, I was going to try to compare this to something, but anyway, uh, um, let's say on a. Um, God damn it! I hate when you're not supposed to talk about something and then you're talking about that shit. God you damn it! New school rules. No, I can't. I can't. I can't get. I can't bring it up. So um, anyways, so your gear so change does it shift gears because your rear pulley spring is so stiff that it wants to automatically switch into a lower gear? Because I heard you say it. Like, no, no, you're you're manually controlling it with a foot pedal and with a handbrake. Launch lever. Yeah, I pulled up the picture so they can see it. Yeah. But I, I'm having a hard time understanding. So this is a launch lever. Yeah, I see just it. like you'd have on a French bike. Yeah. And then right. up here is a disc brake to lock it in yes. place. And that's what's great about it. So check it out. So let's say, let's say the bike is already because it still has an automatic transmission. You tune that transmission to whatever you want, right? Yeah. It could either be set up um, with a really weak spring and and have it set up so that you can basically. Um, uh, you'll you'll be over variating all the time, and then you break you press that brake to lock it in place, and then your RPMs climb that way, and then you undo the brake and then redo the brake, so you just kind of shift into the next gear. You know what I mean? No, I so, get it. It's brilliant. Uh, it's really smart. Yeah, freaking awesome. And but the, the thing that I like about it is that it's um you don't have to use it. Like when I'm running around, I don't have to use it if I don't want to. But when I want to use it, it's like it's so much fun to be like. And you like drop that thing and you get that launch like you do on French bikes when you can just dump it. It's that launch makes you go fast. Does like, it extra I don't know, pressure man. eat up your belts, like holding the high revs? Uh, um, not really. The only thing that eats up my belt is my uh, pulley uh, shaving because I changed the angles on the pulleys because um, it's just so much better to have steeper pulleys. You go so much faster. Mm. I've seen like you if you change if you change the clutch bell like uh, uh, the static uh, pulley cheek and then also a variator make that more steep. If they're steeper, but the belts will still grip it, um, you accelerate a lot faster, and the whole the way it shifts is a little bit different. But I've every bike I've done that to, I've been happy with. Like my brakes start fading, and that's that means that that's good. <laughs> yes, yeah, in theory, you can use this as a brake as well by downshifting and slowing yourself down to the variators. Well, I mean, not really. I mean, that's. I mean, my brakes were fading like, like the bike was way faster. Haven't used them all the time. Uh, maybe exactly. I think maybe I'm I'm just faded by not being to keep up. But as far as the shifting, yeah, I mean, you could in theory because I have like some of the steepest hills around here, and I could downshift, and I do sometimes, and lock it in place. But I don't know. I don't think two strokes are really like to do that that much. You know. Just like gotta, just, just gotta crack it down it, a hill and first it's like hill. That's in your phone. Yeah. Keep it cool. And what belts? <laughs> I see you've been running. You talk a lot about running uh, brand new belts. Like, what's your uh, what's your talk with belts? And why didn't you like uh, the B the BXs and stuff like that? Well, first off, Bando, the ones that I've seen so far um, and that I measured are very accurate. They're more accurate than most belts I've seen. The tolerance is a lot tighter. I can't speak for longevity, but I can speak for tolerance, and the tolerances are like dead to nuts. I mean, maybe maybe a point two millimeter point, yeah, point two something like that, point three, which is which is way better than Gates. And don't even get me started on Daco. Yeah, the Vespa doesn't. Daco's like a millimeter. 
Yeah, the Vespa shit, I'm, I'm running like the Gates L belts, like the lawnmower belts and shit, just because everything else I've run hasn't held up to the stretch with the variator contra spring pressure. It mm. stretches too much or it doesn't grip enough. Like all, everything else I've found, the Kevlar belts just don't hold up enough. And right. I, I feel like I can get a better measurement, better life out of it. You know, cost effective is really good on it. It's, it's another factor when you're talking mopeds. You don't want to you know, spend 25 bucks on a belt. Is it, um, what's it called? Is it, uh, it's a Kevlar belt segmented? Like it's called, oh, it's Kevlar. No. okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a straight lawnmower, uh, Kevlar belt. Like they make them in gray and black, but I prefer the gray. It seems to hold up better but than like the black they, they, Like, like an AX basically, right? Uh, not like thinner, like, AX yeah, yeah, yeah. Thin it's belt. thin, like an AX belt. Yeah. So okay. it's an L- I didn't know if it was L4. It's not solid, you know, they would know none of the teeth, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not so a some people like belt. Those. It's not? No, it's not a cogged belt. It's like oh, a, interesting. Okay. Yeah, lawnmower V-belt, full Kevlar wrap completely. Oh, cool. Well, I mean, every bike is different for what they like, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've tried a bunch of shit, and, like, I mean, Jason's and I have had this conversation before. Like, his belts work great on the Hondas. They're pretty forgiving on it, but the Vespas don't seem to like a lot of shit. Yeah, I'm... I'm Another great story I've never about built me. a Vespa. I have one, but I haven't done it yet. Um... You want to talk about like belt, uh, belt treating, like because uh, I know you talk a lot about uh, treating the belts and running them. Like I don't know if you want to explain that to people because we talk about well, not really because tr- we we have not really. I mean, I, I dress them, you know, like by like uh, I made a thing to, to you know to get the high spots and then cut them down and shit. So it's not like belt dressing, like the shit you spray on. You're actually like doing something. No, not like it. that. I, what I what I mean by dressing is like like you know planing it basically, like you know getting it between these V blocks and then pulling it through and then measuring and seeing what works and what you know what uh, where the high spots are and where the low spots are. Yeah, because we had a belt on a Hobbit that was fucking acting like a bucking Bronco because it was yeah. not true. Yeah. And it was creating so, I mean, vibrations could, and all kinds of crazy shit. Oh, yeah. You'd, all you have to do is, what's so cool about it is that you can, as long as you have a little micrometer, you know, digital micrometer, you can just basically, you know, run it up against the side of the belt there at the, the top edge and measure that. And you'll see that after a while, it's like, you know, uh, you'll, you'll find the high spots and whatever. And you can even use like, a, if you don't have like metal stuff to do a, a to do aluminum V-blocks like that, you can just rip like angle wood on like a, a table saw and make a jig out of that so it'll have the angle that you want and then you know you put the sticky sandpaper on there and you just run it through a bunch of times once you find the spot which is high you just keep shaving it down you know yeah, that, that answers I my make next a, question is how are you shaving it like razor nail to the edge or sand, uh, sandpaper no, makes a lot more sense yeah well yeah sandpaper just because it's yeah really rough sandpaper like 40 or 30 or something like that and then, you know, I usually just, I'll drag it through the thing, you know, a couple times and then see where it's at and then drag it through again. And, you know, and then I'll, I'll have a little paint pen and I'll kind of mark it where, where it's good or bad, you know, high or low. Excellent. Sometimes I'll have to do it a bunch of times, you know, but, uh, but that's the only way to be kind of accurate. What I really want to do, and this might be part of the thing that you were asking earlier, um, what I really want to do, and I'm never going to do it, is I want a machine that does this. Because it would be so easy to make, but I just, I'm kind of, I've got a lot of other things I want to do, and that's not one of them right now, but, uh, because if there was a machine that could take a belt, and you put it in in two pulleys, and it rolls around, you know, you could set those V-blocks at a very specific width, and then have, uh, like, a bearing that goes down on the top of it to push the, uh, the, uh, 
the top edge down into these V's, right? You could just run that machine for like a minute or something like that. And then ideally it would be true. You would be able to true that belt up in those sanding blocks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So basically like two angle grinders pointed at each other underneath the V block in such well, a yeah, manner that it, they'd be well, flat you, and true. Oh, well, I mean, shit, if you could get, I mean, yeah, if you could angle grinders would be the best or like uh even like carbide cutters to run it through i mean if you could do it where it was machine accurate to go around it you'd hear like <laughs> you know and then, oh, then it's true i mean how fucking awesome would that be that's what i want to see somebody make but nobody cares yeah so nobody's gonna make it unless you fucking you get to do it you get to it <laughs> Yeah, that's how it is, man. Intro, Crazy. Intro. Dude, what were your uh, first thoughts about the uh, Treatland Rumpus plate? Uh, first thoughts, well, uh, first thought was that, shit, this is aluminum, uh-oh. Because <clears throat> that's the one I got was aluminum. Um, but I ran it, and uh, it solved a lot of problems on this bike that I had. <clears throat> like, uh, the... I didn't know that you could change upper levels of shift by the ramp angle at the time. Um, I just didn't know it. I don't know. Like, but now I know. And so, um, it, it works really well with bikes with race gears. Cause you know, a lot of times you could have problems over varying when you get to the top, especially <clears throat> that's one of my big problems is I'm, I'm very prone to over at the top because I like weak springs. Cause I get, a, you get a lot of power with a weak spring. You can really get a lot of speed out of it. But the shitty part is that you lose the, uh, um, what's it called? Um, Oh, come on, brain. Uh, oh, you, you start to over it up top. And so that's where, that's where manual control came from because I love using these weak springs, but you can't run them, you know, without losing RPM up top. And then there's nothing worse than... Uh, so you're saying the, the, the ramp plate gets too aggressive at the end. Well, no, it doesn't get too aggressive at the end. It gets less aggressive with a normal TJT ramp plate. This one gets more aggressive, so this one makes it where it'll stay up high. Instead of with a weak spring, it's going to want to give out when it gets up to the top. And if you have a standard plate, that's, you're just going to over-vary it and you're out of your band. But with the rumpus plate, you get, you get about three-quarters of the way there, and it wants to resist it. So that weak spring, it doesn't matter. Mm. So you can use a stock spring and still... Um, and and anytime you could use less spring, it means more power. Yeah. You know, on some That's things like that ADCC awesome. Vespa, you gotta have a spring because it's just a beast. So yeah, but on my, on my lesser Vespas, I usually run a stock <laughs> spring or like the Polini White because I don't like that aggressive yellow spring. It's just too as soon as you let out the gas, the fucker wants to act like it's shifting. And then I mean that's the thing. It's it's, it's all about on variation. It's all about the spring. You know, it's like to me, <clears throat> I got in a big argument with Ryan a long time ago about springs, and I was real mad because I was like saying, <clears throat> <clears throat> I was saying you need a strong enough spring to not over vary it. And he was like, well, you have you, you have to have a strong spring. You know, you don't, um, or you want to use the weakest spring you can. And we were kind of arguing the same thing basically, but I just was saying you couldn't do it because of over variation, but. Over time, I've learned that, you know, if you can have a weak spring, but then fuck around with it to make it uh, not over-vary it up top, well, then there you go. Yeah, like, I, that's win, why win. the white spring is good, because it's a nice medium. It's not, like, crazy aggressive, but it's, like, just barely overstock. Yeah, that's, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know the white spring from Adam, but I know yeah. I have a box of springs, and I'll, I'll say, well, this one's, you know, this one died recently. That's probably as weak as I'm going to get, you know? 
I've also <coughs> taken the springs and like heat treated, uh, so it's like a progressive spring rate. So you take like a oh, tor- yeah, you can do that. torch sure. and like heat the metal yeah. on the bottom, couple of coils, so that, like the top coils are nice and stiff still. But the oh yeah, well you know what I did? So uh-huh. I grind uh-huh. springs, motherfucker. Grind them, short them up. I, I've ground springs so often, and everybody just was like, "Dude, you're an idiot." But I'm like, "Dude, it works." Yeah, it works. Fuck yeah, it works. Like grind oh. them shorter or grind them to like weaken the spring. No, 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 no. That's cutting. I'm talking about grinding the edge. Changing the diameter of the wire. Oh, shit. Yeah, to make it weak. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah. I mean, heat, um, heat treating hey, is the same thing, but it's, I guess there's no accuracy so in any wa- of it. Because you don't know how um, much you're taking off <coughs> to what equates to changing the spring rate. Unless you measure it somehow. No, but you Wait, so what, what are you saying well, you can't know? Like, how do you measure yeah, the no, strength of the spring after grinding, grinding it or it heating it or, or, any, heating or it. any kind of change well, to it's it? Easy. It's easy. You just you could either... I mean, <clears throat> I go by the hand test. You know, you put the spring <clears throat> on Which a flat clearly, surface. It's as accurate as you can get. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hold on one second. Hold it's on. that lady calling him back. <laughs> hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing an interview right now. Can I call you right back? Is everything cool? Very important. Okay, I'll call you back. I'm explaining my life's work. Yeah, sorry about that. Interview. No, you're good. <clears throat> um, uh, the hand test. Yeah, so I'll just like, I'll, I'll take a, a, you know, put a glove on, put the spring on the ground, <clears throat> and then push it down. And I can tell how far it'll like, if it'll just collapse or which spring is stronger than others. I just use my arm and just kind of go by that. And you could also use a scale, but I don't have a scale that goes that heavy. <clears throat> You're gonna need that when you grow all that weed again. With the you know, like you don't know how much you're actually doing unless you have a way of measuring it. A lot of people aren't gonna. That's another one of those things where like I'm well, never, you know, I'm never gonna do it. But listen, things. listen, listen, listen. You know, if something's less, you can know that or more. Yeah. And so yeah. all I want to do a lot of times is like this spring is too fucking strong. I need to weaken it. Well, how much? Well, let's see. Let's weaken it and find out. And so you weaken it. Is it enough? No. Okay, weaken it some more. Is it enough? No. Do a little more. And, you know, that's your answer right there. You know what I mean? You don't, you never need to really measure jack shit as long as it's, uh, um, comparable. Unless you're crazy Wayne, and then you need to know exactly what it is. <laughs> nah, I don't see that. I'm the type of builder I am is I am like a good enough builder. Like if, like, I don't need numbers. I don't need anything. All I need is like, you know, a Dremel, you lost them? Yeah, done. Game over. Ran out of fucking SD card. So call back on the cell phone. Damn, we're at the crazy Wayne part again. That that was going to be sick. Or it was going to be crazy. It, it probably crazy, be crazy both, Wayne's honestly. almost at 500 plays. <laughs> One spot, SoundCloud. He ran out of minutes. Hello. He said, he said, My phone died. Yeah, he said call back on this one though, right? Yes. Ooh. Hello. Hey, it worked Hello. out. It worked out. <laughs> it did. You did good. Get your burner phone ready. Uh, Cricket. <clears throat> okay, so I don't know what I was talking about. Neither do we. We were yeah, fucking okay. we're, Let's move on. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's move on to the next question. Uh, we got, we got okay. both of them. 
Yeah, well, we got another one from Instagram that said, uh, what was your single best... Wait, people are actually writing you to ask me questions? Yes. Yeah. We shouldn't... These are our questions. Wrong with, these are shout-outs. see what people What's wrong want to with know, these man. people? Some of them are our questions. <laughs> okay. They're not this, all the internet okay. questions. They're, they're, yeah, they're, some of them are. This they're one is... Corona, dude. Fucking don't, don't know what they're going to do. Like, well, this one right here. Yeah, dude. yeah, but we'll get to that one later. But this one's from Reverse Apache Master number one. So, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck that is? I don't is know. Is that the real name? Yeah, yeah, it is a real name. Some Instagram name. Yeah, Hit it, Brad. What's the question? Yeah. All right, it is, what is the single best mass-produced moped performance part ever made for a Hobbit? That's the first part. And then the second part is, when was the last time you rode a bone stock moped? <laughs> These are good questions. Um, let's see. So the best produced Hobbit um thing I've ever seen in my life apart for it is going to be coming out kind of soon. I can't give Ooh. a huge amount of information about it. All I can say is it's from Treatland. I already know what it is. Thing. I, don't know. I got 200 well, bucks waiting for it, dude. I'm just saying that I can't I don't know what it is. I can't say what it is, but I can say that it's the best thing I've ever used in my life. Oh, like for really? all right. You want to that talk sounds about the, good. You that talk sounds about, really can good. Can we talk about the part that a, that a company that is a kind of accompanies yeah. it? The, 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 who, well, yeah. I mean, I guess it's. Or is that, like, is there, is that know, too much of a giveaway? Is that too much of a giveaway? No, I think. I mean, I think people know about it a little bit. You know, I mean, you know, let's just say it's in the rear of the bike, and this other thing that. That has just been out as a, a oh, rear GY6 third. transmission upgrade. No. Well, it's, it's like a third bearing. I'll, I'll tell you about it later. What's on Treatland? Listen, listen. What's on Treatland now is is the uh, is a third bearing support for the rear pulley, and it works with uh, stock uh, uh, rear pulleys, and it also will soon work for Caminos. Um, not quite yet. You need to. There needs to be some modification to that, but you can actually use the one that's there with a stock Camino by adding washers underneath it because the a lot of Camino threads are only like one or two threads. Ooh, baby. Yeah, well, so it, it'll work, but it's like it needs to the the, the thing needs to be lifted. That's out the rear pulley for, brace thing that Doug the brace, right? Got? Yeah, that yeah, thing's our, cool. Our buddy yeah. Doug has it. Sold it. Sold it in a day, yeah. dude. They didn't. All the ones they had sold out quick. Yeah. Yeah, they're, you know, Just they're fantastic. They're really built well. You know, it's it's a cool place. If you can run a vertical plate, it's a great place to mount a vertical plate. Awesome. <clears throat> um, I need it. Someone's yeah, it's, a, shit. it's really, really cool. Um, and so the point of this part, if you didn't know, is to keep your fucking output shaft from bending through the pressure yeah. of the belt. Yeah. Which is pretty common occurrence. Because and yeah. I just actually had that problem on one of my bikes, I and had to problem. replace it because it creates a nasty fucking vibration. Ooh. Well, the thing which is, um, a lot of my bikes, uh, I don't. I run race gears and all my fast hobbits or hobbit. I only really have one fast hobbit, <clears throat> um, but I run race gears and those are hardened, so it's not as much of a worry with the Melosi gears. Mm. But it's still something that's. I think it's a great thing because most people have stopped yeah you're, you're back in this thing <clears throat> hasn't broken yeah oh, definitely uh, for sure uh, for sure and what cool. about that fucking uh bone stock moped ride yeah god i don't even know <laughs> um, it's 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 i mean it's been years um that pinto he talked about a long time ago <laughs> well the last thing that i <clears throat> the last thing that i just no i didn't even ride that no i just saw it um 
or did I write it? Oh, you know what? No, I, I remember the Rodney. Yeah, I wrote Rodney's fucking uh, Peugeot 101 or something like that. Like, it was the weirdest bike. It's like this little tiny thing, and it's got this little, like, 20-something, 30cc motor or something like that. Or maybe it was a 50, I don't know. But um, it was, he had it at the uh, the end uh what's it called, like the finish line for the San Francisco leg of the uh, um, pinball run. Pinball. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I rode, that was there. I rode his Peugeot. The most, it sounds like it was very exciting. <laughs> well, I was just excited to be done riding for that day, man. Cause it was a fucking nightmare that day. So uh, <laughs> shout out to uh butt cheek buzzards. Uh, I miss you, bud. Uh, J bot. When are you going to do an adaption for a power valve for a moped cylinder? I don't know. I mean, I could do it, but I'm just, uh, the problem is I haven't really been doing mopeds that much lately and I really want to get back to them, but I've got all these other things I'm doing now that I'm, I still love mopeds, but Like nobody's really been riding very much out here lately, and it's well not now, you know. But yeah. um, streets are empty. But before, I mean, I I really want to ride right now. But I'm I've crashed before, and man, I don't want to go to that hospital right now. Fuck that, no yeah. way. Yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, Jason came over today, rode the dirt bike over to pick up some parts. I went riding the other day on the motorcycle, kind of kicking around town. And it was like. Fuck, dude! You, I ran lights. There's no cops. There's no cars. <laughs> there's nothing going on out there. I was. I made a really good time. So uh, on the other yeah. hand, if you're gonna ride and you got a new rider out there in the streets, are like kind of nervous about it. Now it's not exactly a bad time either because whole yeah, lot less true. obstacles. But you don't want to go to that fucking hot zone, dude. Yeah, don't go to the hot zone. Man, I I gotta I gotta do shopping now, which I I hate doing, but I'll probably I don't know. I might take my moped, but. Uh, We'll see. Cool. Um, our homie Moped Rich, who uh, runs a blog, he's uh, Lou from the Magnetos down in Texas, said, uh, what is slash was your favorite moped tech invention? And I'm not sure if they meant something you invented or something you've seen, but I'd say something you've invented. <clears throat> was it the paranoia gauge, the temp gauge? That's the oh, worst that invention. wasn't really That's the worst that invention was- ever. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, I mean, I like the fact that the Harbor Freight meat thermometer meshes up to that thermocouple, like, perfectly. Right? That's awesome. <clears throat> um, but, no, I mean, I, my favorite is uh, the launch lever in general, but the adding a brake to a launch lever is just the coolest thing in the world. It's the best. I cannot tell you how fun it is to not have to use your foot if you want to do launch lever stuff and to just rev out with, having the engine locked in a position it's just it's so thrilling are you gonna try to recreate that for people to be able to purchase it i don't know maybe i mean people are so fickle and and i don't know i'm not good at mass production like so if it's done it would need to be through somebody who really wants to do all the parts perfectly and do it right you know because um the other side i'm really i'm good i'm really good on one-offs you know? Yeah, the other side of it is imitation is a great form of flattery. Like maybe you've done a great job of it, but there might be somebody who could reinvent it as well and maybe do a little bit differently, sure. a little bit better, I mean, and actually take it down to mass produce it. I mean, I have all I know is that the the all all I care about with this is the concept. 
because that's what I came up with. The concept of actually physically breaking the shifting, like, like stopping the shifting like that on any moped is great. Like, you know, not in a foot format because like when you're putting your foot on a launch lever, it just, it's not the same, you know, it's like, you don't want to hammer on it. Yeah. Broken you know? launch levers. Yeah. I've often thought yeah, about so that, this, the, 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 the hand lever launch lever float. So you can float it a little more accurately with your hand than you can your foot anyway. Well, see that that's not really possible very well. I mean, you can, you can float it, but like the thing about the brake is that it, you, it, it utilizes tremendous force yeah, against a yeah. tremendous force. And, and then once you build up to the highest RPM where you have power, you dump it and all that power gets transferred into the transmission and you just fucking like a rubber band. And that's what the thing is. It's like, it could be like a fucking rubber band, man. I mean, who, who doesn't want to get launched by a giant bungee? <laughs> rubber band, man. Exactly what I was thinking, dude. We need a guy on the fucking board playing rubber band, man. <laughs> that bungee bike, dude. <laughs> wow. That's I mean, that's what it feels band. like. <clears throat> I want to ride like, it It's funny. Like, I'll, I'll lock those RPMs in and I'll be like staying with everybody. And then I'll just dump it. And immediately I'm like, boom, like all of a sudden I'm ahead. And then I, I'll go up to the top again and dump it again. And then boom. And then I can't see anybody anymore behind me. And I'm like, oh my gosh. That's sick. <laughs> if you have a, if you have like a pipe tune for just that rubber band moment too. <laughs> no, no, not, not really. Because you're, you're using the max power that's getting dumped into the tranny. So it has nothing to do with the pipe. Yes, you're already you on the pipe I'm by the time you, well, as soon as you dump it, you're already there anyway, so it doesn't matter. You've created that power that's already there up top, and when you dump the transmission, it, it, it drops your RPMs, but you have all that momentum from that high power stuff. I mean, I, I don't know yeah, the physics no, no, behind no, it. All no, I know no. is that you can feel it, and it's it's. Well, you're already, in the, you're already in the up. torque band, the power band of it. You know, the torque band, so yeah. you're in the highest RPM. You're in the, the magic of the torque right there, so when yeah. you unload it, it sends that pressure back and then yeah. zoom. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's, that's, and, um, and then the other thing too, is that you can, you can set them up differently. You can set them so that the tranny is designed so that it'll, uh, stay low or stay high. Cause some of the ones like the, on um, some of the hobbits that I have, I've actually made it so that the transmission <clears throat> revs higher than, or at the top of where the power is. And then I can actually lift the pedal up to upshift instead of, uh, you know, like instead of having it, uh, uh, having a downshift constantly. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's all yeah, how yeah. you set the transmission in these things. But, but yeah, I just love the, the brake assembly. It's just but when you're riding, you've got to hold oh. that brake to hold it in. When, yeah, when you're, when you're ramping it up. So it's not and like then a you dump ratchet it and then grab it again. You can just click it. And no, go. no. <clears throat> I mean, you probably could, but I don't know. I don't know. You just haven't I'm not a big yet. ratchet guy. Yeah. Well, no, actually I have, um, I just don't have it on a really fast bike. Um, I made a, uh, for the Moby, I made a manual shift, uh, lever that's actually, um, you can find it on, uh, on Moped Army. It's basically, I made the equivalent of what looks like a Doppler spring that goes through the frame. And then there's a chopper mechanism that basically, uh, and, and the, how would I explain it? The, the shaft has a bunch of notches in it. And so the chopper holds it in one notch. And then when I click the, uh, a little, uh, uh, hand lever once it'll shift up the next one. Whoa. And then you do it again. You could, and then you actually locked into that gear. 
Yeah, it's so really think, crazy. I wonder yeah, if you could reverse engineer a uh, a like you know how a hydraulic slave cylinder master cylinder combo works. So if you could get something like that oh, yeah. going to pressurize your, I wouldn't want to do that with a roller it bearing. Could, I don't know. Like I don't like dealing with hydraulics and stuff like this just because it's it's too much pressure. Well, they make they make them you know? in cable operation, you know, as well. But no, I, mean, I know it's just it's um the well you'd have to you wouldn't work with well yeah you you'd use it with a cable style but they don't really have a a break necessarily I mean like I have one of those China uh, hydraulic cylinder things and it's powerful but it's not that powerful um yeah like what I'm thinking yeah, is a throw out bearing basically. Oh, oh, that's different. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's that's a fuckload of machining. Oh my god. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, if you're oh, going you're crazy, like, so if you well, like took about a like, variator, disassembled it, and basically locked out the outer variator and put your throw-up bearing on the inside, so when your belt, so like as you click the lever on your on your left, you know, like your hand shift or whatever the hell you're using, it would pressurize that throw-up bearing slightly. And then pressurize it more to change your variator ratio, and it's right that's there. On really, the that's a bad idea. <laughs> that's a horrible idea. Maybe not. No, I mean, yeah, it is horrible. You don't want to be doing all that fucking shit to the crank. What are you crazy? I mean, it's no different than what you're doing. Why? All, all that extra levered tree and and bracketry you've got going on now, and extra belts oh, and pulleys sure. and bullshit. It's totally, it's totally different. And and I'll tell you why because I'm not pushing up against a piece of metal that's attached to the crank. I've got a belt that's pulling against the thing, but there's a lot of difference between putting a, a barrel bearing on a crank with that you're pushing on a, um, on a variator. Like that's, that's nuts. That's my opinion. Hey, you know, Too whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Shit. It sounds good. I mean, <laughs> when you say, I, mean, I will say that, that I will say that Rodney's, uh, Derby that he's got has that engineer guy who modified that derby to put a throw uh, like a thrust bearing on the rear shaft, and uh, and that works pretty good from what I've heard. I haven't ever tried it, but um, but it's a cool design. You I mean, know, this pressures are putting the same load on the crankshaft as anything else. You're just putting a, a harder <coughs> side load on it with staying in a higher RPM and the tighter belt, and you know, I don't see how that's I don't know, man. crazier I've, than that. I but think yeah, it's crazier. Yeah, I, I do. It's just, it just I just don't. Um, I don't like pushing against spinning things with metal against metal with like a bearing like that. I just, I mean, I think it would work, but with the metallurgical things and with everything sticking out real far from the housings and shit on these things, I just, I don't want to put anything that could be off balance. And when you're pushing on something with, with the end isn't supported, it's just asking for problems. All right. Kind of like the whole support thing for the rear pulley. There's no, like, it's, it, well, yeah, it's kind of like, like, let's say you're running a lathe, right? And you have a thing that's sticking out six inches. Are you going to put your cutter up against there and try to push on that thing on the end? You know what I mean? It's like, it's going to go way warpy, you know? Um, uh, I wouldn't want to push on any of that shit like that. But, you know, they each their own. If you could do that, I'd love to see idea. it. It's just an idea. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm, gonna, I'm a man of ideas. Uh, we, got a, we, got a, <laughs> we got another question from uh, our buddy uh, Big K up in uh, New York. Uh, he said, uh, Big, K! Yeah, "Big K, Big K." He said, uh, <laughs> what, "What would be your dream moped? Uh, what would your dream moped consist of?" A dream moped? Yeah, I've got it. A derby with the hand with the handbrake. <laughs> no, I mean, you're a with the handbrake. 
Yeah, that's pretty much the best thing I've ever written. The only thing that I would like it to be is bigger a little bit. Because <clears throat> it's like, I don't know, I still feel like a giant when I ride it, you know? Like, it'd be nice to stretch it a little more or maybe have it just kind of... I'd like it to be about, like, maybe 25 to 50% bigger overall, but you can't really do that. So, I could deal with it. Like, I'd love a motorcycle that looked like that. That was two-stroke, and that had everything that my Hobbit does. Mm-hmm. But I don't have that. But that's... <clears throat> I love that riding style. You know, it's like that look of the old Pacer bikes with the pull-back handlebars really far. Oh, yeah, that's It's my so favorite. great. It takes a little bit to get used to, but it's just like... I don't know, man. Maybe I'm reincarnated from some doofus who died in one of those board oh, track. That, uh, <laughs> that stock pacer is my my favorite stock bike I've ever ridden. It's kind of cool. Don't really mm-hmm. like all that many oh, other top takes. No, I don't mean like a pacer. Talk shit about it. No, no, I don't no, mean no, pacer I, moped. I'm just trying oh, to okay. look up a video of like how the throw up bearing operates because I'm like, that's not the worst idea I've ever come up with. He's still mad about that. <laughs> yeah, he's still, <laughs> still salty. He's still, no, I'm not salty. I'm like, it's not that bad of an idea. Jesus. Well, <laughs> this next. Well, question, check it out. So. So we'll check it out. So the other reason why I don't like that is because you'd be pushing against some thin metal. And that's the other thing I don't like doing is pushing against thin metal. Like, cause that's a bad idea. Like people were talking about doing a throw bearing or like a thrust bearing on the Hobbit rear pulley and no fucking way that thing's tacked on. It's like sheet metal. No way. And you know, ramp plates are basically, you know, they're slightly thicker than sheet metal, but they're pretty thin. You know, it'd be pretty easy to hurt them, you know? I don't know how you could push against a variator. Uh, you know, I how mean, would you even do most, that? Most throw-out bearings are essentially bearings, so they spin. So you'd have to have, like, some sort of adapter to, like, make it mount up. I mean, clearly it's oh, I mean, I know how they work. But... <clears throat> well, I'll tell you what. I will be the first one to watch your video of the thing you made and to say right on when it just kicks ass. Yeah, no. I, again, it's we're going to talk yourself to the never-going-to-happen things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This, we already did. We already did. Like we already challenge. did enough for mopeds tonight, dude. We fucking pop popcorn in a bit turbo exhaust pipe. Oh, that's nice. It was good. It was tasty. <laughs> I have an like air shit. popper. I really want to get popcorn. I really want some popcorn. The air popper, like is the shit. I love those things. Yeah, like I that. know. And like, my girlfriend fucking hated it, so it's been in the garage. But like, then this pandemic hit, and so now I'm like, well, I'm gonna go get some popcorn and fucking. But I gotta pop it downstairs because the rabbits will freak out if I do it up here. <laughs> All right, so we got another crazy question. This one yeah. has nothing to do with mopeds. Um, and I'm not exactly sure who this is either, but it's Papa Robzy. <laughs> I don't follow him, but you probably know. But Is that, it, cre- is that Creepy Rob? It, it's probably Creepy Rob. I don't know. <laughs> it, does it have anything involving a, uh, um, a what's that fucking bike he rides? This has to do with, like, reptile people. <laughs> okay, well, then no. All right, so the question is... T- Tell us how to save the world from our reptilian overlords. Well, that's just stupid. All right, yeah, there you we go. Get that's the answer. That, that's, a, that's the fucking answer. You know, sorry, whatever the fuck your name is. We just deleted you. <laughs> There's no reptilian overlords. Who, yeah. you know, Who is that person? Is that a Q guy? That wasn't me. And then fucking... Are you uh, part of that crazy religion? We just don't know about it? The fucking daddy fucking uh, suspicious fucking meat content uh, asked, uh, can robots get uh, the, the, the uh, virus? I know who that is. COVID-19. <laughs> so what, can robots get what? COVID-19? Yeah. COVID-19. Um, 
probably not. And uh, I'm really glad about that because nothing's going to change for my band after this plague is but, over. But your robots could be carriers. <laughs> Unless I die. Your robots could become carriers. Well, they carry me everywhere. So, yeah, maybe. <laughs> carry daddy. They've been carrying me for 20 years. No one wants to come to shows to see me. They come to see the robot. They're like, God, I wish this Jew would get off stage. Do you guys still do shows with those guys? Like, frequently? With what, Cash Well, yeah, with the robots. Yeah, I tour. I, I tour all the time. I just got back off of a like, six, seven week tour uh, in October, November, and then did uh, Pacific Northwest in uh, January, uh, all the way up to Canada and back. Dude, that'd be fucking tight to yeah, see. Do some East Coast shit with that. I want to see the robots. I did. I just did. Fuck that. <laughs> it was like October. Yeah, you played Richmond, I think, too. Where? Where did you play in Richmond? Oh, Rich, are you in Richmond? No, yeah. I, have, I haven't played. Richmond fucking sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, every show, yeah. I've, every, and I did play Richmond. I did fucking play Richmond, and that's how bad it is. Oh. You didn't even know. Yeah, we're, we're Richmond's jaded. There's so many fucking shows. Where typically. was it in Richmond? Yeah, Do you remember? Fuck, was it Strange Richmond. Matter? Where was it? Like. Do you remember the venue? Yeah. The noise kids like pissed you off or something? No, nobody well, showed up. It's Richmond. Like you, you have yeah, a band. Nobody comes there's to the no show. There's no announcement. You go there. I've, I've played. I've like so, we're headlining. We open up for some fucking noise punk band or something. Like there's 15, 20 people in the room, and then we go on stage, and there's three people out there, if that. Yeah. I mean, that's what my show was. I mean, it's no offense to the promoters. They were very good, I guess, but it's just nobody goes out. Like, that's why Strange Matter shut down, because it's like nobody goes out. Yeah, not like they used to. We're not allowed to say yeah. that shit, but you can say it. <laughs> I'm saying it because I was, I lived it. I, I actually said, I told my booking agent, like, I'm not playing Richmond anymore because they just don't give a shit about me nobody's gonna ever come see me in richmond so i'm done even giving them an, a, a, a you know to try yeah no, they you, just, you, at least 15 mope kids at the show they gotta go to baltimore like so well it hasn't happened yeah. oh god baltimore was the worst oh my god baltimore <laughs> i, I made 78 dollars in baltimore i was like jesus like it was maybe just people didn't want to come out to see me that night but man yeah but th- those were the two spots that were the worst shows of the tour baltimore and richmond fuck <laughs> Yeah. We did it! Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You, we win! Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I wasn't even there, so you didn't see it. <laughs> All about living cheap, so we don't, we don't like to go out and see robots play. No, you just have to go to New Orleans and do anything fun when you're from Richmond. I don't know. Like, where else do you go? So uh, where do you see yourself I mean, in uh, mopeds in the near future, dude? You just going to keep doing the same old thing, stay in the path, trying to get creative? I mean, like all I, what I do is I have bikes, right? And then I'll be riding them. I'll be like, you know what this thing needs? And then I'll just do it. And then I'll keep riding that bike. And then eventually I'll be like, this needs something. And then I'll do it. And so it's like all the bikes I have, like I'm not selling any of them. They're all projects forever. I just keep messing with them until they become perfect. And then I stop riding them. (laughs) What do you because have? they're perfect, and actually, that's not true. No, like I, I actually really do enjoy riding bikes that are perfect, and I have. Um, there's only one, but that Hobbit is pretty much the only bike right now that's perfect, and it's still not perfect, but it's as perfect as I could ever get on a moped, I think. And I'm just going to keep <clears throat> refining it, but it's just, it's just awesome. God, it's awesome. What else do you have in your whore that you still like to ride? Uh, what else do I what? 
Like the sleepers. Having your hoard and your stash of mopeds, do you still enjoy oh, riding? Oh. <laughs> well, I enjoy riding all of them. I, mean, I ride I ride them pretty much rotating. Like I'll pick one and ride it for a couple of days, then I'll go to the next one, and then, you know, and I just keep doing that. So, Which one, um, which one do you, like, does most of the people maybe not know about? Sorry, I was like, my microphone's fucked. Well, that that scooter one that I made with that, like, looks like a moped, but it's, like, it's mostly a Scarabeo. Um, I threw a stroker crank in that thing and, like, a 48-millimeter kit and uh, uh, ported the hell out of it with, like, a Yasuni pipe. And, and I mean, that is just... That puts a smile on my face every time I ride it because it's so fast. It's, like... And it sounds like a really, really pissed-off chainsaw. Um, and every time I get on it, it puts a smile on my face. Like, it's just the best. I've never ridden a moped that was this fast, and I don't think I ever will. But um, I'd like to. That's the aspiration. How fast is it? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I stop at sixty-five because it's just fast too scary. Fast that. Do we do wheels? I mean, I know. Uh, <laughs> Yo, where you get wheelies. that from? Where you, where you get that from? Do wheelies? How much that is? How much that is? <laughs> you, you know, nobody that? ever asked me that. What? One guy offered to give me like a thousand bucks for one of my bikes. He's like, I'll give it to you right now. I'm like, no, I like, got how am I going to get home? I got a stack. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, so one stack, yo, right here. <laughs> I wish $100 bills. Yes, sir. Mm, I will walk on stack. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bikes don't sell for shit out of here. They're fucking whack. Getting, getting like get 750 that. bucks for a pretty decent kitted bike. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, it's, that's still good money. You know, but like when you got a grand in it, it's people, nothing. People don't make any money down here, so that's good. Oh, see, I don't put money into bikes. I mean, like I just all these bikes are all made out of garbage, so it's like the most I ever spend is like Time getting is a money, kit, though. maybe because I just I have to have the kit, and then um, usually I just find pipes or modify weird pipes that I find like on Craigslist and shit like that, or make them. <laughs> um, I mean, he uh, said it. All those bikes are made of garbage. They I, are. All my bikes are made of garbage. Like time. a lot of the billet I've used, I've gotten from weird spots. Recycled. Like garage sales. Or like eBay, you know, I like has really cheap billet and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but like the gas tank is a fire extinguisher that I got for free, you know, the um, uh, shampoo bottles. I mean, you know, it's like everything, like I strip a lot of stuff off of scooters and stuff like that. But, <clears throat> but now I just have so much crap just from, you know, running them for a while so i i still have plenty of you know big carbs and stuff like that but oh yeah well we're gonna go in and wrap it up dude because i still gotta work tonight so wonderful <laughs> yeah not me well enjoy that this is a long episode but you know with Cur- the rona i guess <laughs> like uh, get somebody what the fuck are these girls sitting around jacking off all day they got nothing to do yeah they're yeah. bored they can get <laughs> they can listen to this tomorrow give them something to i don't even beat do my for a little dick bit. anymore this <laughs> well if i can if i can just say something at the end here to the moped community yeah. um, <clears throat> uh please wash your hands you know and disinfect everything and the virus can live in the air for like three hours in enclosed spaces so protect yourself wear a mask if you can make a mask if you don't have one um i don't want to see you know friends of mine dying in this shit and a lot of people aren't taking it seriously but you know i've i've been on teleconferences with doctors like in these things that are going on and this is serious as fuck so i hope people just take that seriously and think about 
that basically there's a thin film of shit over everything in your world right now, and you need to clean it all the time. And if you do that, you just might survive. So, um, take care. Hell yeah. Man. We're all fucked. We're all stuck in the same room. It's closed. Oh my god. No You're ventilation. Dead. Thomas well. is my fucking boss, so I don't know. I don't <laughs> fuck no matter what. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Well, good. I hopefully. hope you're one of the lucky ones. Yeah, yeah no, me too. We'll, we'll no be kidding. good. We'll be good. Seriously, though, what you said, we agree with you. Yeah, yeah no, we totally agree with good. you on that. This shit is serious. I think people do take it a little bit lightly. Yeah. Well, everybody's going to take it lightly until the first pictures of the dying rooms, the hospice rooms come out. Um, yeah, the that's what's going to happen. The, the restaurants, not, no, not refrigerators. More. <clears throat> Not more. I'm talking about people fucking dying because there's not enough ventilators and that shit's going to come out real soon. It's yep. going to be insane. They're going to have to give these people hospice fucking narcotics to just knock them out so that they die in peace. I mean, that's serious as fuck. Yeah, my and mom that's what's works coming. in the respice unit, so I know all about that shit. It's and it's going to be coming to every state. All the bullshit of like, like this. Let's, let's just uh, the stay safe thing is great. I don't want to. Well, I'm saying no, no. I'm saying stay safe and take it fucking seriously. Right, That's yeah. a great way because it's yeah. like if people care about you know themselves and their friends, they're going to fucking take care of themselves. So do it. Yeah. J-Bot says yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Be responsible the for end. the rest of your fucking human race and don't be a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, That's what I think. But you know, whatever. I don't care. I mean, do what you want to do. But I just, uh, you know. Right. No one's trying to die. If you want to live in this fucked up world, you know, shelter in place. Come stay, stay and suffer with me. Yeah. Hopefully, shit gets better. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We're trying hard here, though, for real. We're not fucking around. Buy stock and Dyson. What? Right, dude. Buy stock and Dyson. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us, dude. Appreciate J-Bot, it. Hell yeah. Noah's, uh, Thank you, guys. Last minute, but we threw it together. Thanks this was an experience. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good talking with you, man. <laughs> okay. Holla. Cool. Oh, yeah. Good. Goodbye. Bam. Cool. Damn, so that's, that, was uh, that was a good one. Episode down. Sorry, I'm not even talking to the mic. That was a good one. Yeah, I got talking to the microphone. Uh, which I'm going to Lysol the shit out of these things when you guys are gone. That's cool. <laughs> and I got a new Lysol. It smells really good. I still feel like the Hobbit brake variator gear changing is a redundant machine. You got mad about one thing. It's cool. I like. No, no, no. I, I, I was not on board with I it from it the jump because I think sick. it's. I think it's a brilliant idea, right? It's that, just, no one's. Gonna, no there's one some cool mechanics behind it. Do it, but he did it. He loved that. He, he loved no, that. It was working. It's that. great that he likes it. I just don't understand the, the point of it. Because it's like do something the different. hills and the the, the the way that he rides. Yeah, other than that, other than just doing something different, I don't. There's no performance mod. A launch lever on your French bike. A lot of time, but when you can like lock in place. But why? Why not? I mean, he's not selling it or anything. It's just for him. It was literally no, I know. I just is why? Because he wanted to. Why do you need a launch lever? Why? I don't know. Because you're in New Orleans and why you're crazy. Why do you need a kick? Why do you need a pipe? Why do you need a car? Why do you need to ride one block? <laughs> a silly moped that's made for children? Yeah. Like we're all doing dumb moped stuff. So I know. don't know. Just why spend a thousand dollars on a Seminini motor? Fourteen hundred. <laughs> exactly. Fourteen. <laughs> That way, why I buy your girlfriend three fourteen hundred dollars of the Seminini motor to not the saddle on shelf for six months? To not need yeah. to re-engineer a bunch of garbage to do some redundant shit. Eh. There's a lot of whys in mopeds, honestly. There's a lot of whys, dude. It's eleven thirty. I had to turn off my alarm clock that says you need to leave for work oh, uh, before it went off during the podcast. Right. So we gotta wrap good this good the night, fuck world. up. No, Jabba was fun. That was good. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, and, and his builds are cool for sure. I mean, if, that's 
It's definitely cool. I'm not saying it's not cool. I just don't understand. The if you're bored during the it. coronavirus and you're stuck at home and you need something to do, go to mopedarmy.com, hit the search function and just put in JBot. Or you can go to members and put in JBot uh, and look and at And then ask yourself 8, why. The same way I did. post and just go down the fucking JBot rabbit hole. Um, Thank you, JBot. We appreciate you coming on the yeah, show. Yeah, that was awesome. If you I want like to reach us shit. on the voicemail, give us a call at 638-9533. Hit us at mopedmondaypodcast at gmail.com or on the IG Facebook group. Send us a message. Give us a or phone pizza, call. Or chicken Leave wings. us a voicemail. Drop a dick pic. <laughs> and yeah, uh, check out Thomas's raffles at, uh, what's that app? Uh, Rebel Moped Parts Raffle Facebook. Yeah, check that out on We're Facebook. Gonna, hopefully, host another one tomorrow. Yeah, I'll probably pop some more off like during this whole Corona thing. People are stuck at home, uh, trying to gamble on parts. Also so known as if, helping your community. If buy Treatland parts. wants to, before they release their official thing, release one on the parts raffle, we could do that too. Treatland, if you're listening, or just be ready to buy one as soon as it's up, dude. And then I know, but then I got to get it shipped to the house. Then I have it on deck. If they'll hold one for me, we can totally raffle it off. Talk to Dana. Yeah. Uh, super secret part coming down the pipeline. I'm just saying goodbye, just in general. You guys are great. All right. Bye. 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 Fuck you, Colorado moped. What are your favorite moped sounds? Fuck your car. Ride a moped. I don't know. Like, touch your flower. Was it moving? Like, no, feel free locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Wah, wah, wah.